and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. We're back. Here we go. (laughs) In chapter 18, the truth won't set you free. Bizarra entered the genie temple and was marched immediately to the arbitration chambers, where the Afridi Areco was waiting to receive her. He questioned Bizarra's affiliation with the Light Whistle Estate Club and the corresponding chess pieces, but was unsatisfied with her answers and sent her away to join the others in the lounge adjacent to his room. As we anxiously awaited a judgment on our perceived offenses, we were told to split up into small isolated rooms where we'd be interviewed by the Inquisitors, <laughs> a pair of Ganassi named Marad and Sipra, who'd been tasked with finding out what our intentions were in accessing these sacred halls. One by one, we endured accusations and pressure from the Ganassi as they attempted to find inconsistencies or weak spots in our story. But after an initial round of questioning, something unusual happened. The Fire Ganassi Cipro approached Bizarre privately to confess that he was sick of the genie's never-ending obsession with seeking vengeance on the Light Whistles. Desiring freedom from this endless pursuit, Cipro hatched a plan that required our cooperation, and he would reward us by providing a means of escape before Areco could declare us thieves or infiltrators or possibly just keep us locked up indefinitely, like our recent acquaintance, Shalir Olivinas. <laughs> We would pretend to have desirable information regarding the Light Whistles and show a willingness to cooperate, which would give us access to the Sanctum, a section of the temple reserved for magical experimentation, building traps, puzzles, and most importantly, applying curses. (laughs) The genies had developed enchanted crystals that carried something Cipro referred to as the Curse of the Jinn, a powerful spell capable of tracking your whereabouts anywhere you go, including across alternate planes of existence. Also held in the sanctum were a number of rare creatures for the purposes of study, including a number of jugs, elusive little creatures with the ability to teleport and warp to other dimensions. The idea was simple in theory. Imbue the curse of the jinn into one of these jugs, set it free, and escape without being noticed so that Areco would believe that one of his prisoners, who possessed information that he greatly desired, had disappeared off the material plane. Cipro marched us to the Sanctum and talked his way through the Ganassi there before placing a decoy curse on Graven that proved sufficient to fool Areco into thinking the correct one had been applied. When the coast was clear, we hurried to the room where the exotic creatures were being held and decided that inducing maximum chaos would keep the Sanctum busy while we slipped out the back. So we unlocked all the cages, and Cipro snagged a jug to affix the curse of the Jintu before it warped away. Sliding through the chute designed for discarding magical waste, we landed in a series of tunnels with an excess of unstable arcane debris and thick gray ooze that appeared to be runoff from magical experimentation. 
With some clever maneuvering of a plow-like device that Sophia discovered, we bypassed the hazardous refuse. And it seemed like we were moments from the surface when Cipro got his foot caught on some of the goo, mm. which triggered a flurry of angry insects to descend upon us. With injuries mounting and a few moments of flirting with disaster, we forced our way through the arachnids and their webs to reach a portal that deposited us on the surface, seemingly not far from the boardwalk that we fell from earlier that day. Cipro wanted no part of our plan to head back toward the temple to reunite with Erland and Jillian, and scurried off in the opposite direction without so much as a farewell nod. As we sought to bring the party back to its full strength, we thought to ourselves, what value, if any, did this ancient knowledge about the light whistles and their chess pieces have? How long would the genies be preoccupied by Cipro's wild goose chase? And would the relic that Orbis stole be enough to cover our imminent, imminent medical expenses? Mm. We find out now in chapter 19 of A Peek Beneath the Veil. Mm. At the mouth of a long stone tunnel, Erland sits in quiet meditation while Jillian paces leisurely back and forth. She stops for a moment to pick up a small rock. She turns it over in her hands a few times, feeling the weight of it before lobbing it into the brush causing a small bit of rustling, and a squirrel kind of goes darting away in the opposite direction. Jillian turns and she looks over to an earth ganasi that's been stationed just inside the tunnel, wearing the same white robes that you've seen so many times today. Sort of a disapproving scowl on his face. He raises an eyebrow at Jillian's sort of fidgeting, and she holds her hands up sort of in a half-hearted apology. Sorry. Just a bit bored. I'm bored because my companions have done nothing wrong, and your master is truly taking his time for something that could be easily verified, not to mention the gift of whatever information the halfling has provided. <laughs> and the Earth Ganassi stands there, doesn't say anything. And Jillian takes one step towards him. That's a good point. <laughs> if we have nothing to hide, why would I negotiate for one of my friends as collateral? Well, I'll tell you, but you have to promise to keep it a secret. And she steps in another step closer to the Earth Ganazi. We're in love. <laughs> I know, it sounds crazy. But we have so much in common. We both love traveling. We both love <laughs> sitting on our asses doing nothing. We love staring at Mute Ganassi that I'm starting to think is only posted here as a stalling tactic, so you have more time to do whatever it is you're doing with the other four. And finally, the Earth Ganassi speaks. Genies, don't lie. Well, the only creatures in the world stupid enough to believe that genies don't lie is their naive elemental offspring. <laughs> and Jillian and the Ganassi are now very, very close, less than a couple feet apart, <coughs> sort of locked in this tense stare down. And a couple seconds go by without a sound. And the Ganassi kind of grits his teeth. And just as it seems like one of them's about to break and say something, you hear a sound. And the symbols at the entrance to the tunnel light up with a red glow. And Jillian and the Ganassi look up, and from the front of the tunnel all the way to the back on the inside portion, they continue to light. Over their heads and to the back. And they both kind of follow the glow 
and Jillian gives you a quick look, and she pulls out a dagger and stabs the Ganassi in the neck. And she pulls it and stabs him again. Oh my god. And off to the side. I'm hoping that what that means our little crew has found a way out. I think it's time to get back to the horses. I have come out of meditation. <laughs> Witnessing a <laughs> murder. <laughs> um, uh, yes, or is this according to plan? I'm not sure yet. And she's wiping kind of a bloody dagger off on a sleeve and she puts it back. In Do you know what those mean? It looks to me that someone has escaped. I'm hoping that's our friends, and if it's not, well, the two of us sounds pretty good, too. Agreed. And the two of them start to move. And they move through the sort of brush and trees, and it's thick, and the ground's a little soft, and they make haste, sort of swatting away some low-hanging branches, and they're stepping over some of the thorny bushes that nip at your ankles. And you hear a low grumbling, and there's sort of a gentle shaking of the ground. And it sends a number of sort of small critters scattering throughout the woods. We're looking for a large crown's gold tree. That's where we tied up the horses. All right. Should be back this way. And she sort of takes a few steps ahead of you. Okay, I I mean, I follow her. And eventually you guys come upon a sort of wall of rock and earth that's extended up to your left and right. And Jillian points upward at a tree that looks like it has two sort of slash marks cut into it. We came from there. You can see the tree that I marked, but the ground here is risen. I think they're trying to sink the ground around the temple. Any tricks, nature boy? Otherwise, we're climbing. And she looks <laughs> up. Um, and she puts one hand on the wall. Wait, wait, um, wait a moment. You're planning on climbing this? Well, unless you've got a better idea. Uh. I, I may. Um, Let's me hear a, it. Give me a moment. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, if I get to, so, uh, if I get to the tree up top, there's no way to, like, get her, I guess. There's a number, so because the it basically was ground that now is shifted, Yeah. a number of trees that were along that sort of fault line, yeah. the roots are jutting out, like, into the, out of the side of the wall. So yeah. if you went up, you could maybe grab a root and lower it down. Oh, uh, okay, okay, so I'd be able to like, other her. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say to her, like, uh, give me a moment. On one condition. All right. No questions. Okay. Great. Um, and is there a tree near me? There's lots of trees, yeah. Great. Uh, I'm going to go to one of the trees and... This is such a bad idea. I'm going to go to one of the trees and I am going to use tree stride. Okay. So Erlen's going to sort of go this up to the good. tree. He's never done this before. <laughs> so he's going to go up to the tree, Great. like put his hands against it and sort of start to move into it. And it takes a moment and Jillian kind of waits and she's sort of looking back towards where you guys came from. And for a second, the tree feels solid and you continue to push and then... And your hand goes into the tree. <laughs> And you step into it. What? And are you coming out on the top? I'm there? coming out on the top tree. And she watches just... you disappear into the tree, <laughs> and then looks up, and stepping out of a tree near the edge, 
Erlen steps out of the tree. So that gets me to that gets me to level. So great. It's not I don't even have to. So you hit your maximum. Do you still want yep. me to even no, roll? No, no, you don't need yeah. to roll that. So you hit your maximum. Roll a d12. Uh, a d12. Yep. That's a lot of numbers. I've never used a d12. <laughs> Is this a D12? So it inflicts a uh, random uh, negative mm-hmm. affliction to you. Alright. I rolled a 12. Oh. Okay, so you feel, as soon as you step out of the tree, your body sort of feels as if the air is sucked out of you, and as your foot hits the ground, immediately, like, your leg feels thin and weak, and you're hit with lethargy, so your speed is halved. Oh, wow. And you have disadvantage on both dexterity and strength saving throws. It'll be fine. It's great. It's just just minor. I've I've dealt with that a couple of times. And how long does that last? Until your sepsis level is... Below its maximum. Until it's below its maximum. Yep. Oh, so in that case, should I roll to see if I'm at a six or a five? No, you can't go above oh, it. You're just at your maximum. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh my goodness, Major Boy. Baby needs to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she watches Erlen step <laughs> out and anyway. his skin was... seems almost thin and you can see a lot of the veins like protruding from the in his face and around oh. his eyes oh. and he steps out. <laughs> um, is there, as I sort of like, I sort of collapse down to one knee as I come out of the tree for mm-hmm. a second, is there, um, Something that I can lower down to help her come up? Yeah, there's a number of branches, there's a number of uh, roots that are sticking out. You could take one and kind of yank it and. Yeah, lower yeah, it so down. I'm gonna grab a near, I'm gonna sort of regain my, uh, as much strength as I can and grab a, a root and right. sort of pull it. So you it have to kind of yank it partly out of the ground, make an athletics check. <laughs> Thank God! <laughs> oh, so not at disadvantage? Yeah, that's just saving throws. Yeah, athletics? Yeah, uh, 14. 14, great. So you go down and even with the. Sort of weakness in you, you're able to, and you do that kind of where you rip it in sections, you pull it, and it's kind of, <laughs> and you're able to get the yeah. whole root out, and you start to lower it down. Real quick, so if I do other, now that I'm at full sepsis level, yeah. does that mean that I can you can't no use longer use yes. any? Yeah. Right. It's like, well, if I'm poisoned, might as well. Yeah, might as well be super poisoned. I think it says there if you're at Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of pull it out of the ground and lower it down. And, Great. And, and she starts to Jillian. A wide-eyed Jillian kind of watches the root get lowered down. And she grabs it and pulls and puts her feet up on the wall and starts to pull herself up. And she's starting to climb up. And as she's doing so, you can hear a little bit of through the brush. And you see pop out of one of the bushes. It looks like uh, similar to the ice creatures that you fought inside the temple, but made of earth. It has like soil, dirt, Ah. and dust. And a couple of them are like coming up out of the bushes and they start to like get a running start and they have these little like imp wings and they they start to flutter and they're coming at Jillian. So she's holding on the rope and they're kind of coming up. I'm coming and she pulls, pulls, and she's gonna make her own athletics check. And she starts to pull, and she gets kind of one foot caught in a little bit of the sort of mushy dirt, and in doing so gives uh, one of the uh, creatures an opportunity to attack her, which it does, so it sort of gives her a quick claw, and she tries to sort of spin and tumble away, but she can't do so. And she takes uh, a little bit of damage. So the cut happens, and then she kind of gives it a one kick, and then she starts to climb again. And she keeps climbing, clicks coming, and finally she reaches up with her hand. Yeah. Give it a pull. Pull Make an athletics jacket. Uh, 
Uh, athletics? Nine. 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 Okay, you give it a pull, and the two of you kind of, it feels like you're at the edge where the skirt is soft and it starts to give way a little, but you pull her up, and she gets a hand on one of those yeah. sort of stronger roots up there, and she pulls herself up, but the sort of slowness of the event, it gives each of the creatures a quick opportunity to take a strike, oh, one wow. at you and one at Jillian. Oh my goodness. Uh, 13 to hit. Misses. And the other one misses. So the two of you kind of, you grab her and you pull, and the two of you tumble backwards, and the creatures kind of whoosh, whoosh, take two swipes, and then they kind of flutter down as they can only kind of, they can't really fly, they can only kind of glide or flutter. And <sighs> Well, that was something new. Where are the horses? Let's go. Are you going to make it? I'll be fine. I need to rest as soon as we can. All right. And she starts to move, and she starts to move quickly, and immediately oh, you no! start to fall behind, sort of trying to keep up with her yeah. pace. And she checks back a couple times. And you say, keep pace, keep pace. I'll get the horses. And she runs and runs and runs. And finally, there's a little... Oh, and around the corner from a couple of the trees, the horses come out, and the rest of the crew is Wait. riding. <laughs> <laughs> Who is on? So you've got four horses. Are you each on an individual horses at the moment? Yeah, I was on a horse. Yeah, yeah Great. I think we're all on horses. Great. So you see the four of them hop up. Here, here, and she runs up. And who's in the front there? I'll be in the front. Great. Jillian grabs onto your horse and she get on. And she lifts herself up onto the back of yours. Can I see that Erlen is falling behind? Yeah, Erlen's sort of trailing behind a little bit. I'm More of a. She runs up. Great, and I'm going to try and, without having it break stride, hop on the back of her horse. Oh gosh, make, a, a, make an acrobatics check. <coughs> Hanging on to the tail. 18, Ooh, nice. great. So Orma kind of... Get that! He, he grabs Orma's hand and tail and puts one foot on the... On ah, the oh, no! <laughs> pulls herself up. <coughs> and you guys pull up. Don't do that. And, and you guys sort of turn the horses. And you guys turn in the opposite direction. And you can hear the rumbling kind of behind you, <laughs> and it starts to fade a little bit. Do you need water or something? You no, I'm good. Oh, yeah. You choked? Yeah. <laughs> the excitement of the guy. choked like flies on the horse. He was really galloping. He was really galloping. Yeah, you swallowed a bug? Yeah, he exactly. Big, okay. big beetle. <laughs> and you guys continue to ride in the opposite direction. So, sorry, who's on you? Jillian got on... Jillian's on Bazaar's right. horse. You're on the back of Oros. Graven and Sephira. Yeah, keeping up, keeping up the rear. Now, so are we riding in a way that we can all talk to each other, or are we riding... Um, you're riding quickly at the you moment, and you guys kind of... You make your way kind of curving back up to the sort of main higher ground road area. Back onto where, like, that stupid thing that... The boardwalk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except you guys are past it now. You can see oh, okay. it from here, kind okay. of back behind you, but you right. are on the other side. And what does the ground look like it's doing, technically? like it... So behind you, I mean, it's thick brush behind you, but when you were close to Jillian and Erlen when you first picked them up, you yeah. could see the ground, like sinking uh -huh. in an area and it was hard to tell. You didn't see it like go all the way down. It seemed like it went down a decent bit. Right, so it doesn't like... seem like the structure of the temple is like exiting or sinking. It's just they're making the like the, the earth yeah, collapse. it seems like they're sort of collapsing the earth to keep it from being accessed easily. Okay, got it. Or, or escaping easily. Yes. easily. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But that's kind of behind us. Yeah, yes. behind. yeah. You got up to the and you're riding quickly up to the road and then you give the horses a little breather, and now you can sort of talk amongst the group as you're traveling along. How far are we from the nearest village? Anything? It's probably Mukmu. Oh, sorry to tell you. 
Which is two days. Mm. How about? Look, is there a way we can set up camp somewhere near here? We can, yes. Is it? Yeah, what time is it? It's probably the late afternoon at this point. I think so we all need fine. a bit of a rest, huh? Yes. Let's just get as far away from this yeah. place as possible first. Ride a little further, and when it gets dark, we set up camp. Agreed. Somewhere off the road, yes. yes. So the negotiation went swimmingly? Yes, it went very well. Ah, <laughs> uh, negotiation. More of an interrogation. I... Last I knew, I was being exchanged for the little one, and there was going to be some sort of negotiation yep, for your release. No negotiating. Oh, no, no, we didn't get very far find that to be particularly their strong suit. So what? We were lucky enough that someone on the inside wanted to get out as bad as we did. There was a Ganassi that helped us. And as soon as we exited, he walked off. So we... You, you escaped? We escaped. Yep. So are, are we... Is there a... Sort of in shock? Is, <laughs> is there a... Is there a, a host of Ganassi chasing us right yeah. now? Possibly. Yep, that's There's a possibility that they could be after us, but we have created a slight diversion. Oh yes, I forgot about the diversion. Mm, that sounds promising. Yes, it was very what, clever. Do you know what a Zhug is? I am familiar with them, yes. Do I know what a Zhug is? No. Um, <laughs> it's a little chickeny bat. It's a teleporting beast, and we put a curse on it so that the djinn would think that we were the ones teleporting around the world, but really we're just leaving through the back door. Hmm. Clever. Wasn't our idea. The first, the first place they will be looking is for this beast that can teleport. So, Do we know why the ground was sinking? Probably because they didn't want to, whatever was escaping, to escape. They they're, thought They're very was... mad, I would imagine. <laughs> they think it is us, but they will be following the jug. Lucky well, for us, then. Did you get any chess pieces? No, see, they are the ones seeking their chess pieces. The originals. Yes, I... Apparently there's some... A little bit of that. Original pieces with souls inside, and they wanted to know as much information as I could give them, and yeah. I didn't have exactly what they needed. Well, from what I can tell, I sent Bizarre in, and you all got out. Well done. Yes. Thank you. Simple. <laughs> As simple as escaping from a genie can be. Hopefully the Zhug will occupy them for some time. That's the good news is that genies seldom like to operate in the open, so even when they're done with their chase, hopefully we'll be far enough away or public enough that they won't be coming after us. Hmm. Well, that's a hopeful thought, yeah. For now, I'll take it. And if we ever do learn anything more about the Light Whistles, I wouldn't care about giving information to them if they wanted it. Yes, but I'm not sure I'd particularly like to go back to visit them in order to give them any information. Perhaps we'll write a letter. Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe an outline. Mm. Mm. You're very good at those. Yes. Thus far, we've been to two places, and there are now two places we can no longer return to. Let's yes, making friends everywhere. We be can. on our best behavior when we reach Mukmu, shall we? Yes. Okay. Sure. Not sure what that looks like, but yeah. When I get back to Urinchupa, I'll put in a good word. <laughs> we you. could use quite a few of those, though. Yes, indeed. Is the path to Mukmu clear? Is it a dangerous one? As far as I know, it's fairly clear. We kept to the back roads for a reason. Presumably, Blom uses this road if he ever needs to. Go to Mukmu, get supplies. So, it's 
It's our best bet for the moment. Eventually, and she sort of points out a distance, we should meet back up with the Picara River. We basically follow that all the way up to the basin, and then we're right around the corner from Mokbo. Great. Okay. Do you know how close the river is? Probably less than a day. Imagine we get there in a couple of hours. Shall we ride to the river then and make camp? Sounds as good. Is that the safest place to camp right near the, a river? We can stay inland a little bit. Like I said, there aren't any settlements or anything around here, so hopefully we'll be fairly well covered. All right. Can Orba see, I would imagine like Erland has like arms around me or something, right? Can I see his face too? Yeah, I mean, sure your entire body. He looks, a little, he looks sort of, if you didn't see him do something, he basically looks like very sickly. Like if he had been, <laughs> if he had had the flu for a couple of days and like pale white skin and the veins kind of protruding a little. Oh, okay. I can't like get a sense that it's something like. Um, I mean, he definitely looks different than the last time you saw him, but yeah, yeah you don't, you don't know for sure that that's what it is. Okay. I just wanted to yeah. ask. Yeah, he looks like a little sickly. Okay. Um, for sure. Um, can I look, uh, can I see them as we're all riding? Yeah. You guys are kind of riding more or less side by side. Pass fairly wide. Erlen, you feeling all right? Uh, we encountered, sort of looking at Jillian, we encountered a little bit of trouble escaping. It didn't go exactly according to plan. It doesn't ever seem to do that, does it? Uh, Orba takes out uh, one of the like rations and just hands it to him because I don't think he's Obviously. eaten. I'll hand it back to him. Eat this, you'll feel a little better, I'm sure. Thank you, Tiefling. You're welcome. How are you on horseback riding? I think I'm pretty good, actually. <laughs> All right. Eat, eat the food. On our way to Mukmu, then. I'm sorry, we've had a few setbacks, mm. but I am glad that we all made it back together. <sighs> Fingers crossed for the rest of our journey, then. Indeed. And the road continues, without a little disturbance of any kind, for some time. Thirty minutes go by, an hour goes by, you guys continue to ride, and the path is it's less than ideal for vehicle travel. It's sort of uneven and has kind of a winding sort of gait to it. But the horses move along pretty well. If you guys still had the carriage, it would be pretty rickety. It would be a pretty rough ride. But the horses kind of step lightly, <laughs> as long as you're not sort of at a full risk gallop. Do I notice continue. anything up ahead? Make a perception check. I want to get that's only for birthdays. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. So you guys continue, and it seems pretty quiet here. You guys are sort of, it's sort of a lightly wooded area. You see a number of thin trees kind of dotting the horizon in all directions. But the path seems, I mean, it does seem like someone has created a trail of some kind. There's kind of mm. a sand, rocky sort of way leading you through. And for a, a bit of time, it's quiet. And you guys kind of have a moment to breathe, recollect, and think about where you're headed next. Can I ask Jillian a question while she's behind me? Sure. She's on uh, your horse, so you could probably yeah, be yeah. trying to say it without anyone even hearing it. Kind of. Sure. Jillian. Yes. And she sort of leans up over your shoulder. <laughs> I know you know that I am seeking the pieces 
Yes. When I was questioned by the genies, um, they said the Baron was already one of theirs. Do you know what that means? Hmm. I'm sure that you know the Baron better than I do. Hmm. But perhaps the Baron is helping them find the pieces? Interesting. So does that mean that I'm already helping them find the pieces? You might be. You think you're finding the pieces for the Baron who's finding it for the genes. That's your train of thought. It's where I'm headed, yes. Well, if the genies ever catch up to us, perhaps you'll have acquired a few pieces by then. That would be fortunate for all of us. <laughs> Something you're going to bring up to the Baron when you see him? <clears throat> well, I guess we'll see the next time I actually meet him face to face. There's a piece that should be on his way now. Are you hoping to see him face to face again, or would you rather not? I'd like to settle the score a bit. Fair enough. Just wondering if you knew any more. When we get to Mukmu, I am happy to tell you of a couple people who might be able to help you out. Appreciate that. Um, I guess yeah, since we're sharing a horse too. Um, <laughs> do you intend to stay on with us? This is quietly enough that, you I believe it's more up to Jillian at this point than me. I believe her and I have some talking to do before I'm officially on the team. Does she not want you on the scouting of the camps? For the amount that she knows about me at this point, no. If I am to share with her some other things some other specifics, then yes, perhaps. I gather from the conversation I saw between you and Bazara, I gather that has something to do with this. What conversation? The um, evening at the, uh, at the fork in the road, before ah. we reached the crossing. You saw that? I did, yes. Ah. It's possible. Yes. I think Jillian suspects that whatever interest the gentle void has in me is causing your mission trouble, is causing interruptions like this. But the way I see it, everybody here is running from something, or everybody here is wanted by somebody. Do you believe you're in danger? It's possible. I don't really know what I'm in. How much did the halfling tell you? She told me that Guy Lamar was curious about me, wanted to know where I come from and what I want to do with my life. Did she also mention that Guy has been trying to find this for quite some time? This information? Mm -hmm. What's quite some time? I was in the room when um, she was approached by the gentle boy. I thought it was strange you didn't ask any questions when Sephira brought it up in the carriage. Am I that obvious? A little bit. 
They've been trying to put someone next to you for quite some time, Tiefling. Okay. Is this news to you? For quite some time, I've... Yes. I don't know how much time they could have spent trying to get close to me. Up until this day, I have not been much of a traveler than in one spot for quite some time. So yes, that is news to me. I want you to know that I will not let her report to the Gentle Void. Why is that? When I was released from the halls of transmutation, I was left rather alone, and I intend to not have that happen to you. Orba has a little smile come across her face, even though Erland can't see it. Um, thank you. Why did you escape the halls of transmutation? Orba's smile goes away. And she thinks for a moment. And she says, You know when they first talked about the contracts? About the servants escaping? The only way they can identify them right now is if they say they're from the Halls of Transmutation. So I have no idea what they're talking about, Erland. What do you mean? What, what, what do you mean they only identify themselves? There's no descriptions. We know that two tieflings escaped the Halls of Transmutation. And what do we find on the path towards Orin Chupa but a tiefling who seems to love libraries and books? <laughs> it doesn't require a detective. I'm letting you know we share this okay. in some way. And I'm letting you know that unless one of us says it out loud, I am safe. So thank you. And she puts, like, I, don't, I don't know if you're holding any part of me because we're on the horse, but she like finds some way to give you a little touch. <laughs> Stay close, Tiefling. You'll be safe. Thank you, Orland. And Jillian kind of pipes up now speaking to the group. I suppose we should have some sort of plan in place for arriving at Mukmu. Like I said, I will uh, put you up at the Lakeside Inn, and I'll be staying with my friend Kilsetra, but if you are bored, not that I would imagine <laughs> you are, one of you might check with Cedric Skentz. He's the director of reserves in Mukmu, which means he's sort of in charge of security in some regard. And see if he's had any problems with black lions or the undead, anything of that kind that we've run into. I don't know if you'll get any details worth mentioning, but it is possible. Mukmu's a funny little place. It's split into two primary districts, the sun and the moon. They're not divided by wealth so much as by ranks of good standing. Mukmu used to be an extremely disorganized and lawless place. 
And after the war, a wealthy ex-soldier named Lee Mellish rallied her friends and created a system of rating the inhabitants on their good standing with the community. The numbers go all the way up to 100%, which is called flawless standing. <laughs> Anyone above 70% is allowed to live or operate businesses inside the sun. Everyone else is confined to the moon. Now, the moon's not a slum. In fact, some people feel that it's better for business. There's more people there. Travelers come through there more frequently. But the sun has more reputable places, I suppose. That's where the Lakeside Inn is. It's where the Natural Studies Institute is. That's where you'll find Cedric Skentz. For the most part, I imagine we'll be doing most of our business inside the sun. So for a couple of days, perhaps less than, if we're lucky, I'll be conversing with Kelsetra, coordinating with her, make sure that we have some supplies, right number of horses, camping gear, climbing gear, anything we might need for going into the Shaki Mountains. During that time, feel free to cause as little trouble as possible and <laughs> take care of whatever you need to take care of. Is there anywhere I can direct you to ahead of time? It's not a very large city. We should be able to. Probably half the size of a Runtrupa, if that. Would I know off the top of my head how far? I mean, I know that Tuktu and Mukmu are very close to one another, but would I know, like, how long it would take to get between those two cities? Like, uh, yeah, you've probably seen. You probably have seen a map, even though I know the maps and binders aren't as sort of geographically accurate. Yeah. It probably would be a day and a half, two days to get to Tuktu. Okay, okay. One way. Yeah. Um, the Natural um, Studies Institute, is it fairly obvious how to get there? Yes, it's at the northern end of the sun. If you ask most people, I imagine they would know. Anyone in the sun district, I'm sure I could direct you there. Is it, a, um, is it like a public library? or um, There are public and private parts. They do a number of studies, scientific experiments. I've only been there once or twice and never really explored it all that much. I think there's a part of it that you're welcome to come into, talk, ask questions. But I think there are parts that are off limits to travelers. Do they have students? Is, is it an educational facility? Do they have students? Um, or? Not really. It's for study primarily. They don't take on students, but apprentices, I think. Uh, Orba reaches into her bag and pulls out the ceremonial mask. Would they be interested in purchasing relics? And her eyes kind of <laughs> widen a little bit as she sees the item. Where did you acquire that? Well, in all of the chaos of exiting the temple, it may have fallen into my bag as we were running. Ah. Well, you might be acquiring more wealth than I'm able to pay the rest of the party with that item right there. I don't imagine that the Natural Studies Institute has much interest in that, but any one of the vendors in the town square, I'm sure, would be happy to negotiate. Have you tried putting it on yet? Oh. Don't do that. No? It came from the Genie's Temple. Yes. Maybe ask someone first. Someone who knows their magics better than I do. Please. 
Yes. At, at least it does seem safer, at least check the potential power before you sell it. Okay. Good just, one though, Oba. Well, you know, they didn't seem to like us anyways, so I figured why not just keep it safe though, okay? Okay. It looks fairly unique. If the genies come a calling, maybe don't be wearing it. Mm. Oh yeah, no, I'm not stupid. And she <laughs> sneaks it back into her bag. You guys continue along the path. And the first sign of life that you see along this road appears to be a single person coming in the opposite direction. Hmm. And he's walking alongside a cart that's being pulled by a mule. And for a couple of moments, it looks like he's continuing towards you. And then it seems like he stops before starting to turn <laughs> and move in the opposite direction. Um, Hello! I mean, you're, he's in good oh. distance. You're seeing him in the distance. Oh. I mean, hmm. um, it wouldn't be hard to catch up to him. Uh, of course, seeing, yeah. Orba's, in, seeing yeah. Orba's impulse towards him. Do you go? Yes. Okay. I follow in the horse. And you're at Bajillion's on the back, so the four yeah. of you are going forward. Are you guys following up? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, right. I'll follow. I, it seems a little intimidating, Here we but go. I, yeah. yeah, sure. So the f- you yeah, sort of mild thunder on a horse. This little horse. man. He doesn't have a horse at all. He doesn't have a horse. There's, There's a, a mule, mule and a cart. Mule, 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 leading yeah. the mule. Yeah. Friend, wait, wait. So you guys go catch up, and he can hear sort of you calling, and it doesn't seem like he turns, but you get up basically alongside Excuse him, me. and finally sort of noticing that he knows he's not going to outrun you guys. And you catch up to him, and you see a short, stocky man. Seems like he's in his 30s or 40s, with a broad straw hat. Hmm. And he's sort of tugging at the edges of a cloth that seems like he's trying to cover the contents of the cart. So he's got like a, he had a cloth over it, but he's sort of tucking it in, trying to huh. make it seem. And he's sort of, oh, hello? Hello. Hello, how are you? Good day, Problem, hello. sir. Excuse me? Problem? No, no problem. What you got in the cart? <laughs> uh, nothing, just just my goods. Um, can I see if he's telling the truth? Uh, about what? About but, whether or not. It, well, I guess he just said it's his goods. It's his goods. It's goods. Yeah, so actually, there's nothing to check on that. <laughs> I mean, if you're checking to see if there's anything in there, there is something in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's covering <laughs> emptiness. Actually, we've been traveling for quite some time. Are your goods edible by any chance? Uh, no, not not edible goods. Sorry. Right. Edible goods. Has he stopped moving at this point? Uh, he's sort of leading it. Like slowly in the opposite direction. He seems like he's trying to inch away from you a little bit. Where, uh, where are you headed, sir? <laughs> just, um, just going. Tr- I'm trading. Just trading. I'm All not... right. Excuse me. Where are you doing your trading? Oh, just. Oh. And he sort of gives you all a look. I was trading with Blom. Do you know Blom? Actually. We do know Blom. How's Blom doing? I I don't know. I'm on my way there. Right. right. Does that seem true? Make an insight He's waiting. Um. Thirteen. Thirteen. I mean, he sort of looked after he looked at you. He kind of had a little heavy sigh. I mean, it seemed like he felt like you weren't gonna stop hassling him if he gave you something, so yeah, I mean, it seems like he was headed, I mean, again, along this road, you've been traveling along it, mm. 
there's just not much else to go to. Genies and, and Blanc. Yes, theoretically. Genies and Blanc. Sir, uh, it, your name, if you don't mind. Um, Stanley. Stanley, I'm Graven. Um, Blanc is back the way we came, as far uh, as we know. Yes, um, I'm sorry you... Uh, is this a reason that you uh, turned the other way when you saw us coming? <laughs> yes, actually, you... Uh, I don't see people along this road very much, almost never, in fact, and sort of came riding at me very quickly, and I didn't um, want to talk to you. We're friends of Blom, actually. Oh. We were just staying at his. Oh. And he sort of, or he just stops his cart from moving slowly. How is, how's Blom? He's all right. He doesn't love having, uh, Multiple visitors, but uh, well, Blom tells me to come, so I don't want to. I don't want to. I just mean it was a very full house for him with all of us there. Uh, Yeah, Blom's a you know finicky. Bit of an introvert. Blom, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. You trade with him often? Yeah, I I come every month or so. Mind if we have a peek in the cart? I, I do, actually. Yeah. I'm not going to take anything, I just want to peek in. Well, it's, they're not your goods, are they? They're, they're blonde, so no, he's paid for them. I have a hunch. Can I, like, like walk kind of close to the cart? Are you getting off their horse? Um, how high is this cart? Can I reach for the cart? Uh, if you horse? reach down, you can probably <laughs> grab the cart. Okay, I kind of want to, like, reach yeah. down. As you go just... to reach for it, he stops. So you're going to give it a yank? Because you're going to have to forcibly yank it. Right. He stops. Yeah. Okay, make an athletics check. Uh, 13. 13. So you reach down he's and he puts his hand out good. and you ha- you already, he wasn't quick enough and you already kind of had a fistful of the cloth and you give it a pull yeah. and he grabs it and there's part of it that kind of reveals itself and it looks like a bunch of saplings, small trees in like little burlap sacks of soil. So there's a little sack and then like a little bit of tree sticking out and there's like a bunch, there's like... It looks like maybe 12 of them in this car. And would more. I have, like, re- would I recognize them? Make anyway? a nature check. Can, can we all see it, or just her? Uh, yeah, you could see, like, the little uncovering of some of the plants. Uh, that's a nine, right? Ten. Mm-hmm. Ten. Uh, they look like, it's hard to tell because they're fairly young, but it looks like they might be plomba bushes, which is a fruit-bearing bush. Okay. And there's, and that's, that's everything that I can see in the car. That's like, all you could see that when you pulled, see. yeah. And he sort of uh, he tugs it back the other way. I apologize, you... my friends are uh, Safira. Well, he's going to visit a friend of ours. I'm just in, uh, interested in what he might be bringing here. You, you say you're friends of Bloms, but these are his goods, and you just uh, and he sort of starts to tuck it back in around the corners. We just we know that Blom has many enemies. How are we to trust you that you're not going to hurt our friend Blom? Well, how am I to trust you? I come here every month almost. Blom puts in an order, I get it, and I bring it back. Puts in an order for what? Whatever he wants. I go to Mukmoo, I buy him crops, seeds, Why is it so plants. Secretive? Crops, seeds, plants, these aren't illegal things. Why are you hiding no, from me? But I don't know who you are. You turned around awfully quickly in the opposite direction. What? I didn't know if you were going to... Bit of a suspicious... Ambush me? Ambush you? Have you been ambushed before? No, like I said, I never see anyone in these roads. That's the problem. And you thought that six people riding up were going to ambush you? Five? Six? No, I'm telling you now. Six? <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Fair. And wish you for what? What you have in this cart? You never heard of someone stealing from people plants? before? Plants? I'm not interested in your plants. I don't know what you're Sophia, interested in. what do you think he's trying to do? I don't know, but I'm not interested in him hiding it from me. While Sophia's having this conversation, I'm just making eye contact with Jillian. Sure. And then I'm she's looking back at Sophia as she continues doing whatever she's doing. Jillian, like, mostly <laughs> stays quiet for the moment as she's sort of looking. Jillian has kind of a curious look on her face. It seems like she's not stopping the conflict, but she's not stirring it either. Yeah. Look, if you're friends of Blom's, you'll let me go and give him his plants. We have your word that these plants won't do anything to harm him. I don't know how to prove it. It's a bunch of trees. Can, oh, can Orba whisper over her shoulder to Erland, like, um, uh, we're not actually going to let this man go back to Blom's where all of those undead might still be, are we? We have just traveled the road, friend. There is more danger than usual, I would say. We encountered a great number of undead. At, at Blom's house? Nearby. Oh. It would be extremely dangerous for you to travel on your own at this particular moment. Well, I hate to not give Blom what he ordered. Um, there is a... A storage shed some ways off from Blom's property that he said if I ever came and he wasn't there at the house, I should drop off the goods there. It's a safe spot. Where's this storage shed? I don't know. A couple hundred feet from the house? Oh, like nearby. Yeah. We don't know if there are still... It's, it's less about you being at Blom's house that's dangerous. It's there are several undead around. You would have to get through them in order to get to Blom's. They're on the path to Blom's house. Last we saw, yes. Make a deception check. That last we saw, they were on the path, ah, technically. No. Okay. <laughs> they were like, in the goddamn house. the lion tired of it. He was in the ground. 20 total. Literally in his home. So you can see the expression on his face kind of change. I mean, he sees you guys and He's, you know, he doesn't look like a schlub, but he doesn't look like he could take on a number of undead, so he's sort of unnerved by this a little bit. Look, it's a very important order, this one in particular. So I, I, I don't want to not deliver, so I'll, I'll be really careful and I'll, I'll drop it off at the storage shed. How big is the, um, is it, it's like a mule carrying a full cart? It's like a cart that, uh, it looks like a wheelbarrow size, like a little bigger than a wheelbarrow. It's not huge. Just want you to take precaution, that's all. I will do. Thank you. Can I shoot a look to Jillian? What, what's her, like, body language saying right now? Is she looking like she's gonna speak up at all? I mean, not yet. I mean, she... Sort of raised an eyebrow at a little bit of the conflict brewing, but she hasn't said anything yet. I'm gonna turn to her. Jillian? Yes? Is there any reason to suspect that this is, uh, not the mission that he's exclaiming? I have to say, seems fairly in character for Blonde to get goods delivered to him instead of going out to get them himself. Thought so as well. Although, you are right, rather cagey about something fairly innocent. Does the guy have any weapons on him that I can see? Make a perception check. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, close enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. 16. 
Looks like he has a dagger in his boot. I'm gonna get down off the horse. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Just, uh oh. He sort of takes a step back a little bit, seeing you at your full height. I'm gonna get off my horse too. Sure. I just like to see. And I'm just gonna go and grab for the for the Sure. Yeah. He doesn't stop you this time. Okay. I mean he's already he knows that you guys have seen it. Yeah. You see 12, 13 plants? That's it. It's just plants. All the same kind? Are you going rooting through it, or are you just taking a look? As far, from what you can see, it's just plants. Are they all the same plant? They look to all be the same plant. Can I kind of pick, like, with being careful with sure. it? Sure. Can I just pick one up and look underneath it? Sure, and you, this time he moves to stop you, or are you going to push past yeah. him? Make an athletics drink. Oh my goodness. Just, you know, you know. Hands we are. Mm-hmm. Athletics? So yeah. Oh. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. So he reaches for it, and you keep him at arm's length, yeah. and you f- pick it up, and right at that same moment, he says, it's just a bunch of buckler plants. It's nothing. Oh, no, my friend. Then there's, no- there's nothing underneath it. Nothing underneath it. Why were you so hesitant to share that information? Blom requested them. They're... Special plants of some kind. You don't know special? what makes them special? The soil has something in it, I think. Something Blom wanted. I, I think it's Mykonid soil. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Blom asked for it. You think it is, or it is? There's a man in Mukmu who's come by fairly recently. And I don't know him by name, but if you go to any of the bars in the moon and you say, I'd like a glass of lemonade, they'll put out the word that you're looking for. He gets products that have myconid in them in some capacity. Blom asked if he could acquire soil infused with myconid. When when did you get this request from Blom? A month and a half ago, perhaps. And this man, he gave it to you directly? Well, I had to pay him for it, but yes. What did he look like? Uh, the lemonade man? The lemonade man. Human, tall, thin. Uh, he had a mustache. Thick one. Uh, look at Jillian and see, is this... I mean, she's given her any... Yeah, I mean, she's a little, like, as soon as he sort of said the thing about the mic, I mean, she perked up a little. Do... Any of the plants look like either the plants that Blom presented to me when he was training me, or the plant that was in the room by my bedside. Make a nature check. Mm. Mm, that's not going to do it. Um, six. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't look like, as far as you can tell. Again, they're very young, so they haven't, like, bloomed or fruited or any of that kind of thing, so it's hard to tell. Are there... Okay, so I'm going to hop off the horse, sure. uh, and Graven's near this thing. He's, like, holding one in his hand. So, still, yeah, yeah. If, if Graven's sort of looking at them as well, I want to walk over and um, and sort of look at them. Like, pick one up, maybe, if Graven's already done it. Sure. Pick one up, uh, one that seems like... So, I'd be careful. One that seems as developed as possible. Sure, they're all about the same. Right. Um, And, like, make as if I'm going in to look at it very closely to inspect it and just see if it bends towards me at all. 
Okay. Um, you bring it up to your face. It doesn't move in any way that you can tell. Okay. You put it back down. I don't, I don't know what to make of any of this. I don't know anything about my Guinness extract. Blom asked for it. I got it. He asks for weird things sometimes. This time he asked for soil. I got him soil. What other weird things does he ask for? Hmm. Strange herbs. Pieces of animals, hides. How do you know to, where to find the Mycanid solution? The it, lemonade man? People in town are talking. Talking about what? Mycanid extract is fairly new to Mookmoo. Apparently, somewhere nearby where you can get Mycanid extract has opened up, or whatever you want to call it. In so, the last few months. Yeah. People are excited about it. Brings a lot of commerce here. It's not a particularly wealthy place. This bar in the moon, have a name? Uh, any bar in the moon. Oh, any bar. Was this Blom's first time ordering something involving Mike in it? As far as I know, yeah. You didn't want to keep any for yourself? Definitely not. Look what a world of trouble it's already gotten me. It's not even mine. Hmm. Look, I don't think you should make this delivery to Blom. Well, what am I supposed to do with it then? Is Blom dead? And Jillian pipes up. No. He's not. And you're right. He wouldn't like it if he didn't get his delivery. Let him take it to the storage shed. And be careful. I will. And he sort of grabs one out of Verlin's hands and grabs it out of Graven's hand. And he places it back in and starts to tuck it. And turns the mule kind of around. Had the mule as I walk back up the sure. horse. So now he's turning back again. Yes, now he's originally back headed. <laughs> I'll keep my wits about me. Do. Uh, quietly to Jillian. You're sending this man to his death. You know that, right? No, we don't know that. How could you possibly be sure that Blom is alive? You just lied to him. No, I didn't because I don't know that he's dead. So the guy's name was Stanley? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Friend. Yes? If anyone asks, you didn't see us. He gives you each a look. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> um, nine. Nine. He seems like a little unnerved by the request. Fold the silver. Ooh. And catches it. Wow. Don't even know who you are. And he continues to move in the other direction. I don't know what Blom was planning, but I definitely don't want someone else to get a hold of that, which seemed rather likely if he doesn't deliver it to Blom's address. If he delivers it to Blom's address, that doesn't mean that Blom's going to get it either. Blom could be dead for all we know. That is possible, that but the then likely. no one will have it, and I'd rather no one have it than someone who shouldn't have it. Agreed. And will sit in the shed about this and no one courier, then? Not this courier who might be riding to his death or walking to it. Where is he going to ride to his death? If the undead are still there, do you think he can take them with the dagger in his boot? We did him a favor by warning, warning him about him. them. If he gets any note of danger, he'll come back the other way. We were held up considerably while you were toying around in the genie temple, and no undead came to get us. 
rallying around in the genie temple? Whatever you'd like to call it. The undead seem to be not on our trail for the moment. And I'm kind of like, you know, do I think we should continue on. Very well. Is there a chance the Black Lions get a delivery of mycid-infused soil now? You think they're going to pick up that shipment? Saying that they're undead might still be in the area? I think it's rather likely, unfortunately, that the Black Lions already have access to these Mykonid products. That's Mm -hmm. probably true. And if there's a distributor now in Muknu, it's more widespread than we thought. I think the... um, uh, the new Mykonid... um, I think it's what we're trying to destroy, yes? It could be. When I was told about it, I was told that it was still in the construction phases, but if he said a month or so ago this man appeared, it seems like they're already lining up buyers. Does that change the scouting machine at all? Even more so before, we shouldn't be sticking to main roads. If they're transporting it back and forth from there to Mukmu, we certainly don't want to run into any of them. Let's just get to Mokmu. Mokmu. And this time, are you guys sort of getting back up on the mm. horses? Mm-hmm. You get back on. And Jillian hops up on the back of Sephira's horse. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> All right then. Erlen's still riding. The ride was lovely, Bizarra, but I'd like a moment. Sure. There's always a seat for you on my horse. <laughs> Cute. And you guys continue along. Let me change up. And moving along the path, another hour passes, and the trees continue to thin out, and the sound of moving water can be heard again. Seems like you've successfully almost reconnected with the Pekar River, some distance upstream from the crossing. The river's wider here than it was at the crossing, and it seems to be moving, flowing a little more quickly. <coughs> There's a distinct lack of bodies floating through the river, mm. which is a nice change. Of Great. Mm. That's good. And there's some sort of pinkish colored fish sort of hopping up and out of the water. Ooh. <laughs> a salmon. And you see a swan moving along with a few signets following closely behind, sort of through the river. Oh. And there's a nice sort of serenity about it. And while you're riding along, Jillian leans forward a little bit on the horse. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you briefly about Armand. Okay. I told you before that I don't know why he wants to meet with you in Tuktu, and that was not a lie. But I've been thinking. I trust Armand but I know what it's like to feel like you're going in empty-handed. I can't give you much, but I think he knows the Faroes. The name only scratched at the back of my mind when I first heard it, but I'm almost certain I've heard him mention it before. Knows the Faroes in what way? Armand, as far as I know, has lived his whole life in Antisuyu, but 
his parents are from Kiero. I imagine it's possible they've crossed paths in some way. As you can imagine, Armand is a little dodgy about his past, so I don't know a lot about it. Armand is a little dodgy about everything. I wouldn't disagree with you. So what do you think? He's an enemy of the Faroes or a friend? I honestly don't know if Armand likes the Faroes or hates them. But he has something in mind for you. And I thought, if I can give you that much to go in there partially armed, maybe it'll help. I don't like not knowing what he wants me to do. I agree. Do you have a good relationship with the Faroes? Perhaps that's the question you should be asking yourself before you see him. I used to. Used to. I think it's possible I could again. Well, something to think about. Something to think about, indeed. <laughs> and you guys continue. The horse is moving. And a little further on. What's up? <laughs> so that wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. And then she hits her. Like, she stabs her. Like, they're going to play on the horse. I'm like, that can be really intense. <laughs> and you guys follow the shoreline. And you see a small crowd of people oh, gather. Jesus. Partly in the road and partly in the water. A couple steps into the rocky riverbank, sort of no deep than just below the knee, you see a number of people sort of maybe washing, moving their arms a little bit. And there's a few torches that have been stuck into the ground, sort of forming two rows of torches, like maybe ten total, with little flames sort of flickering up at the top, giving off a wisp of smoke. And there appears to be a variety of races, humans, tieflings, elves, Seems to be a decent mix. And they're all wearing sort of long gray cloaks. They don't look expensive, but <laughs> long gray cloaks. And they have a crown of flowers around their heads. Sort of a little tiara of white flowers around their heads. And you guys continue to move forward. So, I mean, it looks like some kind of perhaps religious ceremony going Possible. on. Do I sort of has a wedding appearance also. Oh, a wedding, okay. You don't immediately recognize, recognize any it's kind of symbolage or anything. Not from here yet. Okay. For now, it's crowded people with you know these outfits. Okay, has that kind of appearance to it. How many? A couple, uh, a dozen. Yeah, it's probably like twenty people, maybe. Okay. Yeah, twenty-ish people. I'm maybe. gonna call over to Jillian. Mm-hmm. Jillian, hmm? were you expecting to see a bunch of people here? No, although the farther we get along the Pukara, I suppose the more and more likely it gets that we run into people, civilization. It is a little further away than I would expect. It's a large group to have traveled this far down. What do you think it is? Not sure. Get a little closer. Okay. Okay. You guys continue to move forward. And as the party approaches, you get within maybe 50, maybe 75 feet. And one of the men breaks from the group, and it seems like he's moving towards you guys quickly, and he's sort of holding his hands out. He, sort of, he's, he doesn't seem to, he doesn't have anything in his hands, mm-hmm. and he seems almost like he's hushing the sort of sound of the horses moving forward. Slow yeah, I saw my horses. Slow the horses down. Please do not approach any further. The Lakafuyu ceremony will be complete in less than 20 minutes, and then you're free to pass. 
please, it's a terrible atrocity to interrupt if you would just wait a moment. What does the ceremony entail? We come here on the anniversary of Lady Pachala's passing to honor her sacrifice. She was the loudest voice in the room advocating against the abuse of divine powers. And it was here that she was assassinated for her grace and reason. And at this, Jillian leans forward a little bit. This is the exact spot. When people talk about the Battle of the Basin, I always pictured it closer to Mukmu and the man. It was no battle. It was a massacre. A cleansing hiding behind the guise of divine intervention. Cowardly conduits of gods, drunk with power. And Jillian sort of puts a hand on your back a little bit. I'd like to see it. I knew Lady Pachala. A force of good in this world, I believe, even if her father was not. I'd like to pay my respects. She starts to get up a little. Orba slides off her horse, too. And as you do so, he walks up to you a little bit. Would you like to join us down by the river, young one? It is important for the youth of this world to understand that divinity is not synonymous with righteousness. Okay. And he holds out his hand. Orba nods. She doesn't, she doesn't offer her hand. He sort of... Oh, oh. And he reaches <laughs> into his robe, and he pulls out a little crown of flowers. Oh, gosh. And he doesn't ask. He starts to put it up. Yeah. He bows her head, but right? don't like it. He puts it up. And he sort of leads you a little bit, and Jillian follows you. What are the rest of you I'm doing? I'm going to slip off my horse and kind of, like, bow my head to him and kind of, you know. Oh, so get down. Um, if everyone's getting off their horses, I'm going to take all the horses and sort of tie them up to a nearby tree. Sure. And, um, you can walk a little bit off, but you can Yeah, move. and I'm going to watch from a... Um, from a distance. Critical distance. <laughs> sure. I, I want to be able to like, hear proceedings. Uh, you might be able to... It, it, the trees are off the road enough that if someone was speaking loudly, like presenting, they might hear, but you would have to get close. Yeah, no, so I want to like put the horses over there okay. and then sort of proceed just close enough that I can sort of hang hear, out in the back. <laughs> hear, the, hear the proceedings, yes. but no, I don't want to participate. Okay. I'm going to follow close behind them, but not just to keep the distance. Distancing yourself. Yeah, but just sure. be there. Everybody's like stacked. Well, everyone kind of went off to the sun. And Jillian and Orba and the man are kind of moving forward. What are you up to? I'll um, I'll slowly walk over with uh, Orba and Jillian. Craven, let's go. And you guys walk closer, and you can see this sort of congregation happening. It seems like there's a fairly organized crowd. It seems like there's a few rows of people, and it seems like they're separated only by a bunch of people up on the path still, and then there's a little slope down to the shoreline, and there's a few people down at the shore. And as you get to the main group, the man sort of holds out a hand to Graven and to Jillian, and he stops you there, and he leads Orba down to the shoreline. And there's a number of younger people there at the shoreline as well. And they're sort of kneeling in very shallow water, so it's not like up at their waist or anything. It's like, you know, very shallow water. Uh-huh. And he motions down for you to sort of sit basically in the front row with these other younger... Orba takes her boots off first and then goes right. into the water. Sort of. Real, real quick, uh, Lady Pachala in Battle of the Basin, do those... <laughs> yeah, you know Lady Pachala is Emperor Pachacomic's daughter. Okay. Oh. And okay. the Battle of the Basin was a fight during the War of Giants, and she was killed in the Battle of the Basin. 
and she is um, Lakafuyu. She was like a leader or a That's what figure. this person's telling you. had not necessarily I heard that specifically. Two yeah. things together. Yeah. Okay. You said she was the advocate for... Um, she was um, advocating against using using divine power. That's she thought that was a sin or an abomination. Did, is Jillian's she's nowhere close to you? Not, okay. no. <laughs> not if you haven't gotten That's close. Yet. She's not close. Can I like see where they went? Can I like take my shoes off and like walk towards the where the younger? No, not where the younger. Oh, people are. just walk like sure. towards the river. <coughs> sure. Yeah. There's sort of a line there. If you were to get closer. Someone might stop you, or you'd have to oh, get I'm by. Not, no, oh, I'm not going to. Sure, do that's fine. Yeah. And Orba sort of gently splashes into the water. And an older man is standing there in the water, maybe like calf deep in the water, and his sort of robe is quietly rippling as the water flows. The lady spoke truths that this material plane needed desperately to hear. And Tisuyu is diseased. A plague of bloodlust and megalomania. And we of the Lakafuyu strive to separate belief from celestial gifts. Faith is its own reward. And he holds up a curved golden blade. And he places it in his palm. And he cuts it a little bit. Not super deep. And he holds it up, and it's just sort of a little trickle of blood down his hand, and he holds it up, and as he does so, people bow, and sort of bow their heads. I'm saying that, I'll, I'll do yeah. the same thing. And he, see, he waits sort of for everybody to bow for the most part, and then he closes his hand, and he plunges it into the water. And you can see, for the people sort of with their heads up, you can see there's a little visible grimace, I mean, he sort of plunges mm-hmm. it into the sort of riverbed, and feels the pain a little bit. And after plunging his hand into the water, the flow seems to slow the river. And it slows. And it... More. And then it stops. And it seems to not just be the water, but the people as well, frozen in time. Smiles plastered on faces. Grasses frozen mid-sway. And the flames of the torches sort of inexplicably... Stop. Safira, frozen in time. Bizarra, frozen in time. Jillian, frozen in time. Orba. Oh, God. Turns her head to see Erlen, frozen in time. Turns her head the other way. And her and Graven make eye contact with the rest of the world frozen around them. And Graven hears a voice in his head that he doesn't know where it's coming from. Heretics, heathens, horrors. And Orba hears a voice in her head. As far as you can tell, the other person is not hearing these voices. Foolish, effectless, feeble-minded. And the voices come through loud. And you look at each other for a moment, and there's this sort of stand off almost and then the freeze breaks and music starts flutes and fiddles and the man pulls his hand up out of the water creates a splash and there's a cheering there's sort of a clapping and a cacophony of celebration as the people break 
and they start to move around, and there's a dancing sort of general revelry around you. And the priest is sort of wiping his hand on his robe, and it seems like people are walking up to him and congratulating him. He's sort of shaking hands, smiling, talking to the people, and people begin to move around. Did, sorry, did we know that we were frozen? You did not. As no. far as you, no, you no, saw him, no, no, yeah, 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 as far as you know, you plunged, he plunged his hand to the ground, and, and he sort of held it for a second, and took it out. Yep. Okay. That's all, that's all the frozen people yeah. saw. Can I, who's, who's near me? Like, is there anyone near uh, me? You were close, uh, w- so you were kind of, uh, yeah, Jillian's probably the closest. Can I kind of wave to Jillian? Yeah, and she's kind of like, she's enjoying a little bit of the music and such, and she kind of passes by a couple people, and she nods her head a little bit. I think this means we can clear out. I think so. I am always happy to pay respects to, I wouldn't call her a friend, but an ally in this world, perhaps. Mm. And she turns. Orba, okay. what are you guys up to? Walk over slowly to you. And you guys sort of walk through, and you, as you're moving, there's sort of people kind of dancing <laughs> back and forth in front of you as the two of you are kind of making, you have to kind of wait for some people to push in front of you, past you, and a couple people. One person kind of grabs Orba by the hand, oh and kind of the two of you kind of swing <laughs> a little bit around, and then he lets go, and he goes off to somebody else. Um, is the feeling like Jillian stuff are, are going back to the horses? Like we're uh, this was simultaneous kind of. So it looks like Sophia and Jillian are having a conversation off to the side. So okay. there's a moment here before um, they have headed back to the horses. Right. Um, shall we share a horse for the rest of the journey? Okay. I think we have some things to talk about. Okay. And the dance moves kind of in this general, uncoordinated, circular motion. And it looks like, as you're sort of moving around, that you can see in the middle, it seems like maybe a memorial was constructed here. There's a number of rocks kind of propping up uh, sort of a board that has candles and uh, a small portrait of what looks to be what you would assume is Lady Pachala. It's a portrait of her. There's people sort of moving generally around this area, and the music continues. Any of you guys moving back to your horses? What are you guys Is up Jillian to? coming towards the horses? Yeah, now? she's sort of generally moving in that direction. She's gonna sort of put a hand on her shoulder and whisper, Lady Pachala wasn't killed there, was she? There is some doubt. There is also theories that she was killed here, but there was no battle, like the man said. It would not have been the first attempt on her life. Did you by any chance kill Lady Pachala? (laughs) (laughs) I'm flattered that you think I have that kind of access. Go back to the horse. Before heading back, I'm going sure. to go take a look at the memorial just sure. to see if there's any. Yeah, what are you looking for? Anything in particular? Just a very. It's not quite my crowd, I would have to say. <laughs> Some are you speaking to someone that's kind of. Uh, no, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> just comes out. That's just bizarre really thoughts. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. no, just like in my head because I'm just like by myself. So I'm just kind of like. This and is she's so kind of like there staring creepy. at it and the dance kind of. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just <laughs> dancing. I'm like, these people are. <laughs> and I'm just like looking for any, just yeah, like make a perception check. Anything I should be suspicious of. Mm-hmm. The one guy sharpening his knife. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, he's just sitting next to a picture, like you know, you know, you know, uh, 15. 15? No, wait, insight? Sorry. No, no, uh, a perception. Perception, 15. 15, yeah. So she, I mean, you, you take a look at it, and there doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary here. There's a few pieces of parchment that it looks like people wrote, like, a message to her, 
um, that just say good wishes, you know, we miss you, well wishes kind of things. There's a number of flowers that have been kind of draped over the edges of the portrait. It's fairly pretty, but nothing stands no out. artifacts or anything? It doesn't seem like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, are you done? No, just take a look and then I just see Erlen and everyone just nod like we're going to go back to the... Yeah, I've hopped up on my horse. Certain just like... Uh, as Orba starts walking back, she takes the crown off and starts tearing up the flowers individually. Sure. Sorry, Just flowers are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you hate flowers. I don't like them anymore. I know, every time. And as the two of you, because you sort of met in the middle of the crowd moving, you've sort of moved near to the exterior, and Graven feels a bump. And you oh. turn, and it's the old man. And he's still sort of, he's got a, now at this point, sort of a cloth wrapped around his hand a little bit. <sighs> I don't believe you arrived with the group. Solomon Wyland, and he holds out his left hand, the cut one. Graven, do you shake? <laughs> no. And he sort of seems a little offended. Well, we're so glad that you could join us for this. Pleasure. Did you come across us accidentally, or you came to find us? Just traveling to Mukmu. Ah. <laughs> From Mukmu. Mm. All right. Best wishes. No. He turns with the opposite direction. And you've sort of caught up to Safira and Jillian, who've sort of made their way to the outside of this festive sort of moment here. And Jillian kind of moves up to you a little bit. Do you know that man? No. Hmm. I don't think he would like to know me very much. <laughs> Perhaps. She starts to move towards horses. And you all begin to move towards the horses. Start to swing your way, legs back up. Um, who's doubling up here? Jillian gets back up with Bizarre at this point. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> uh, or uh, Orba. Orba and Graven. Yeah. So, Erwin has his own horse. And as they start to move sort of past this festival, and the festivities kind of continue, it doesn't seem to be dying down at this particular moment. And as you guys make your way around, that's where we're going to go to a break. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I say, before I forget that I put my boots back on? Yes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 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 you like, lost your boots forever. No. Yeah. They're down the road. There's people dancing I with like, the boots. So we're going to go to break. Thank you guys wow, for joining us. Wow, when we're back we'll pick it right back up we'll take a 15 minute break and we'll see you then cool. bye. bye tabletop notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you consider subscribing to our twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletop notch the amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an amazon prime account you may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. And we're back. Welcome back from the break. We return to the shoreline, where we've just left this congregation, celebration, memorial, 
And you continue north along the river. And there's a little bit of time here as you ride along. Is there anything you'd like to address? Perhaps. Jillian, how long before we can safely set camp? And she kind of looks up at the sky. I'm hoping we travel for another hour and a half, two hours, and then we settle down. All right. Does anybody need any food? Norba starts taking out some rations. Perhaps when we set down. Okay. Puts them back in her bag. <laughs> um, I imagine you're sitting in front of me. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Low key. Like, <laughs> not whisper, but quietly. Did you hear a voice? Yes. Did you? Yes. What did yours say? Have you ever heard a voice like that before? No. Never. No. Have you? You don't recognize the voice. No. Does the name Kouzni mean anything to you? No. I believe we were spoken to by my deity. What? He, he called them heretics. Fools. He insulted everyone there. You heard that. That's not what. The, that's not what was said to me. What did he say to you? He called them feeble-minded. Feeble-minded. That's right. But insulted them. Yes, he was mocking them. It's good that we did not dawdle that long. I don't think that they would have looked upon me kindly if they knew that I was a cleric. Of course. Whatever god I served. But why? I understand why they... Why you would have this experience, but I am no divine power. Why would I have this experience? I don't know. I don't know why he chose to speak to you. It could have been... What if it was Nukelke? What if it was my god? And you continue north along the river. And the tree line starts to merge with the shoreline. It narrows an already sort of provisional path following along the Pagara. And the horses are kind of stepping gingerly unless you force them otherwise. Sort of these kind of loose-ish, mossy rocks. They don't provide a lot of traction. But they step lightly and they continue to sort of clop over the heart of a over the ground. And Jillian, sort of noticing a little disquiet, discomfort around the group. I think when we reach the Lakeside Inn, I'll buy the first round. How about that? And the second? <laughs> I'll buy the second one, too. Cheers, brilliant. Thank you, Jillian. Quite nice of you. Hopefully in the morning, the morning after we reach Mukmu, I'll be able to acquire some of the currency that I promised. I can't give you all of it. I'll give you what I can, and you can make arrangements of your own. Thank you. 
course, continue. It's a little quiet, a little solemn among the group. And some time passes. And there's a slight sort of bend to the left in the river. And Jillian immediately, upon that bend sort of continues, she sort of sits up a little bit and peers out over the shoulder of Zara. And she can see in the river, seemingly partially maybe washing something in the river, there's someone there. It looks like elven in shape. And she points. I know that elf. Not specifically that elf, but the robes, that's a Redirden elf. You remember back at the crossing when I presented the options of going to Blom's house or heading north to the grove called Redira. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Redirden elf. They've got a distinctive look to their attire. It's sort of shredded. They use strips of animal furs and torn garments from enemies that they've bested, sort of more diversely decorated the cloak, the more enemies they've conquered. Mm. That's a Rudira elf. Are they going to travel this far? This isn't terribly far from Rudira, and they do leave. I suppose it's a little unusual, but not impossible. Are they known to travel by themselves? No. They usually go out to hunt, or if they need supplies, they'll send a wagon or caravan to a nearby settlement. How well decorated is the, um, uh, uh, that particular cloak? Make a perception check. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gray blur in the distance. <laughs> the spraying sort of water river. It makes it hard to tell. And it stings my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in your eyes. Uh, in front of the cloak, so you can't see it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, I can't... Who has the looking glass? Uh, I think it might be me. I think it's me. Yeah. Sophia, I can't make anything out. Can you see who this might be? If they have a well-decorated garment, if there's someone who might be threatening? Yeah, so I'll, ta- I'll take the, the and glass out and kind of... And sort of Jillian kind of around you kind of studies the horse a little bit as you look through the glass. And the robes seem pretty well decorated. It kind of has this kind of shaggy appearance, like a number of strips kind of coming out, different colors. Some black and red colors mixed in that look uh-huh. fairly familiar to you. Can I? And it seems like he's. You can also see it seems like he's washing clothing in the river. He's sort of dunking it in. He squeezes it. He dunks it in again. It's hard to tell exactly, but it looks like it's cloth or some kind of clothing that he's okay. dunking. Okay. So I'll take the looking glass and put it back in my bag and just say. <clears throat> Well, it looks pretty well decorated to me. I recognize some of the colors of black lions, so I think he might have um, slain some of those. Oh, well, I like him a little more already. So do I. Redeeran elves and the black lions do not get along. Are Redeeran elves hostile in any way? Should we be worried? Not usually. Not if you present yourselves as friends, or at least not willing to harm them. Then let's present ourselves as such. Let's not draw our weapons or Words. yell at our friends. <laughs> he doesn't have anything suspicious on him. Let's wait till we get a little closer. I'll lead the way. What? Can Umber start trying to cast uh, ritually uh, comprehend languages? Are you steering the horse? 
You're in front. I'm in front. Then, then okay. no, no, you wouldn't okay. be able to do that while <clears throat> you're doing that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that. Okay, that's fine. Demon. Just asking. Let's go talk to him then. Okay. Zara, and she's on emotions. And you get up to him, and you see a, a full-blooded, tall, he's tall elf um, with this sort of tattered clothing, and it kind of, as he dunks into the water, the, the sort of strips kind of dunk, and they spread out, and then they come back up as he kind of comes out of the water, and there's sort of water flowing off of it. And he has sort of a pinched, severe face, and it looks like a, a little bit behind him, maybe five feet stuck into the shoreline is a... Is a spear. It seems like you sort of stuck it in there and then went to wash something in the river. As we're approaching in Elvish, um, is everything all right, friend? And he looks up briefly to you, and he continues to sort of ring out the thing. What do you want? Was that in common tongue or? He speaks back to you in Elvish. Okay. Just wondering if everything's okay. It's fine. He goes back. And Jillian pipes up a little. Uh, Pat Nanursin. And she's sort of doing a Aww. bad pronunciation uh, of Elvish. She's saying good afternoon in Elvish. <coughs> Would I be mistaken in my assumption that you hail from Radira? You would not be. I called it my home for many years. He continues to sort of rub. Called it your home? And he sort of stops for a moment and looks up. Radira will soon be lost. The magic that keeps our grove safe is waning. Yola thief Eranoa. And you guys can understand this. He says human filth. The black lion's gotten smarter or luckier. And he sort of... And it seems like he gives up on what he's doing. And he... And throws it into the ground, and it floats kind of up to the surface, and it looks like it's a pair of trousers, bloodied, and too small for an adult. It seems like a child's pair of trousers. The shamans grow more powerful by the day, inexplicably. They're receiving help, which is bad news for redeering elves. Politically, how would a elf who hates humans feel about a half elf? Oh my god. I don't think you know the answer to that. No? Okay. There isn't enough of a generalization. You don't know the Redeeran elves specifically? I mean, that could vary a lot depending uh, okay, on. Okay, okay, so it's not like a surefire bet that he's like, you suck. No, definitely not. Can I ask, can I point to the, the trousers I was watching mm-hmm. and Elvish ask, who do those belong to? My son. I'm sorry to hear that. What happened to him? We're setting up an encampment nearby, and he points sort of off into the woods. A temporary settlement to serve as a safe haven for Redirin refugees until we can make a suitable permanent relocation elsewhere. Is all of Radira abandoned, continuing in Elfish? No. There are those who stay and fight, but it is futile. Why do you say that? The magic that the Black Lions possess is far greater than we are capable of keeping the away. Why can its solution make them too strong? Maybe. 
I was one of those fools who stayed in Radira too long, and now I've paid for it. And your son? That is the payment. I kind of like, like, hang my head for a moment and like say, you know, sorry for your loss. And Jillian speaks up at this moment, sort of she's hearing the elvish and mm-hmm. she can maybe pick up a word or two, but she doesn't speak it as far as you know. The Black Lions, you come into contact with them more recently. Yes. Would I be correct in assuming that you've done some scouting, counterintelligence, looking for perhaps the source of their new powers? And he kind of looks up and he gives her a little annoyed look, sort of, we have. You can talk to one of my scouts if you want. And again, he kind of motions, kind of like jerks his head in the direction of where he pointed before, the sort of temporary settlement or whatever that they've set up. How much do you know about the Black Lions? What do you want to know? I want to know who's their distributor. I don't know that. Do you know anyone who would? You could go to the new camp they have set up. Ask them there, if you think you're likely to walk out. The new camp the Black Lions have said? Yes. Where's that? In the mountains. We have a common enemy, for what it's worth. We fought the Black Lions yesterday. Until recently, the Black Lions were everybody's enemy. What I want to know is who is their friend. Do you know this? No, I think we've been asking the same question. Trying to find out the same thing. Good luck, then. Uh, Common tongue to the group. He said there's a um, Radiran outpost of refugees just in the woods, and I gestured to where he had gestured. Does it seem like maybe a good place to make camp? I think it's both a good place to make camp and perhaps a good place to learn a few things about the circumstances we're getting ourselves involved in. Do they have any more information? He's right here. You could always ask him. <laughs> he speaks oh, common. They okay. were speaking to him in Elvish, but you, yeah. Jillian spoke to him in common. I don't want to really hear any. Nothing more you could tell us? Like I said, you can talk to my scouts. They're in the camp. Anyone in particular? Skeetskew. What is your name? Daldoon. Daldoon, I'm sorry for your loss. Sure. In Alfish, was it a common barbarian that did this? They made a number of raids into Radira. They were all dressed in black and red. Seemed like barbarians to me. I don't know if you're asking me something different. Asking you who needs killing. Hopefully we will find that out soon. Perhaps before Radira is truly lost. I hope so too. Skets gears, he... 
in charge of all of you? No. In charge would be no noir. He was in charge of the relocation camp. Skidski is merely a scout. Um, did you fight any... Did you find any, fight any undead when you were fighting the Black Lions? We have fought many undead. The Black Lion shamans practice it. Yes. Why ask? We fought them before, recently. <clears throat> they didn't just acquire that ability. The only bit of information that I think we have is that the Black Lions have been trading in, you may already know this, copper and glass. Brass? Brass or copper? Glass. Copper, glass. Copper, copper and glass in excess recently. I had heard it. Does that... Do you know who likes to buy a lot of copper and glass? The Black Lions, apparently. Do you know why they might be doing that? No. Would we be able to possibly set up camp with your group? You can ask no noir. Would you? I won't stop you. Maybe we'll see you back there then. Maybe. Will you stay? Will you move on? I will stay to make sure that this mission is complete. The relocation mission? Yes. Where are you relocating to? We don't know yet. Most of Antisuyu is spoken for at this point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna sort of uh, turn my horse over to where he said said the camp was and start to trot in that direction as I'm leaving in Elfish. Um, we'll be at the camp. If you need anything, I can help. I'm gonna start to ride in the direction. Doesn't say anything in response. I'm gonna ride kind of up close enough to him that I can pull something out of my backpack. I this is super weird, but I still have a bottle of it's opened, but I, I imagine that I jerry rigged it shut again sometime <laughs> of wine. The Molfair one? Yeah. No. And I'm just gonna place it down next to him and just just leave with sure. yeah. Everybody else. Be well. Julian, we should go. Yes. See you at the camp, sir. Is what we're doing with me? Well, we're just riding. Oh, with me, yeah. Okay. So you guys ride a little bit in the direction that he sort of pointed, sort of through, weaving in and out of a few trees. And you enter into a small clearing. Seems like there's 12, 13 elves various states of recovery. It seems like some are sort of bandaging some minor wounds. It seems some are sort of sharpening weapons, kind of flint and steel. <clears throat> and you see arrows being counted out. Someone's got like them all sort of lined up and he's sort of grabbing them in bushels and tying them and sort of laying them aside. And one elf, sort of seeing you approaching, gets up and he has a similar sort of shaggy, that kind of uh, appearance Although it seems like it has very broad shoulders, like they're up high, these sort of sort of shaggy pauldrons, and he kind of comes up. Who are you? 
just going to put, since I was leading, I'm going to put sort of, as much as I can, holding a horse, put my hands in the air and say, we came across Duldoon in Elvish. We came across Duldoon. He pointed us in your direction. And he looks around. And he sees, I mean, you all have weapons. So he's looking around. And then in Elfish, also kind of with my hands up, we mean you no harm. And Jillian, we mean you no harm. (laughs) (laughs) We fought the Black Lions yesterday. We came here to help, to exchange information. It seems we have a similar enemy. If you leave your weapons at the edge, you may sit. Is there a place to safely store them? He sort of points to a tree. He's implying that you leave them somewhere. I'm going to walk over with my horse to the tree, dismount, take my weapons off, put them by the sure. tree, and tie the horse. Say there. to everyone else, um, he wants us to place our weapons by the entrance is, to the camp. Is this a safe place? Was this place raided? Or were they raided elsewhere? I don't know. Are you? Who are you talking oh, about? Oh, I... It, um, yeah, I guess we're close. Um, sir, is, yes. this, is this a safe place? Safe as any for now. You weren't raided here, you were raided in... No, we've been doing the raiding. There is a reservoir nearby that we're trying to clear so that we can set up a temporary settlement there. All right. We've been clearing it of owl bears. Oh. Of what? Owl bears. You know. More like bears. Yeah. I would imagine. Um, very well. We're resting up before we go again. You may sit if you don't bring your weapons. Walk over to Charlene, yeah. Jillian follows your lead. She didn't understand some of the elvish, but she follows your lead. She can put stuff down. Come I'll on. I'll do it as on. well. Orma puts the daggers and all of that stuff. She's keeping a crystal in her bag. She takes out a bag full of weapons. this little I'll put my flat in. He watches, he watches you all put your weapons down. Are they all wearing like a decent amount of armor that would make it tough for them to climb a tree? They're all wearing like leather armor. Okay, so they Not like, like plate. Okay, mm-hmm. They look fairly mobile. Yeah. yeah. Are you Noel Noir, sir? I am, yes. Orba, it's nice to meet you. Bizarre. Where are you coming from? Originally, Arnshuba. And? Why are we to Mukhlin? We fought some... We got distracted and fought some black lions and some of their undead. A lot of people fighting black lions nowadays. Used to be mostly just us. Seems that way. Magic held strong for a long time. Seems that time has passed. What dispelled this magic that kept the Black Lions at bay? I don't know. Every once in a while, a while ago, a Black Lion would make his way in. Snuck in somehow. But, now we get whole raiding parties, groups. They come from all directions. What are they looking for? Us. The Redeer and Elves know the area very well. Know how to scout it. Know how to move around without being seen. I don't think they like that. Hmm. So they're interested in the area? I think they're interested in 
keeping whatever they're doing a secret. And we pose a threat to that. What we did. And what is it that they're doing? Not sure exactly. Skitskir has been scouting a number of areas. He made an illustration of a new camp that's been set up. Sketched the buildings, the terrain. We're hoping to use that to our advantage at some point. And that is Jolene kind of perks up. Yeah, I was going to say, do you mean a a harvesting yard of some sort? It is possible, yes. Run by the Black Lions. At least helped by the Black Lions. Where would that be? In the Shocky Mountains. On the side, closest to Mukmu. How long of a ride is it from Mukmu? To the camp, mm-hmm. to the mountains. Maybe a day. Okay. Are you planning on raiding the camp? That sounds nice, but our number's thin. It becomes more and more difficult. How many do you have? Willing to go back. Willing to raid. Not a good question for me. We are the ones who are trying to get people out of Radira. The ones most likely to raid are probably still there, in the grove. How many remain in Radira? A couple hundred, maybe. Slowly getting outnumbered by black lions, most likely. I don't think there's anything slow about it. Look, you all seem fine, but we have business to do. We're resting up before we go out to fight the Alvares again. Mind if we rest with you? No. Please. Could we talk to Skitsir and perhaps get a a feel for his map? You all seem fine, but I'm not really in the business of giving out information for free. What would you want in return? You could clear out some of the owlbears, I guess. Oh, goodness. We'd have to rest before we do anything like that. If you need to. How many would you say are left? It's difficult to tell. The reservoir's fairly large. But you clear out two or three. That's pretty good. Anything we should know about them? They're fairly vicious beasts. You could talk to my soldiers or skidskier. They're fairly adept at hunting them. Hmm. I'm not trying to extort you, but we need every bit of help we can take. I understand. Understood. We'll rest and figure out what our next step is. We'll let you know. Please. And he kind of moves away. And Jillian leans in. Do you think we can take the Alves? Perhaps, if we're careful. Is there time for this? Normally I would say no, but that map sounds critically important. I'd have to agree. Any bit of information that we don't have is good information. Okay. Can we tell them our true purposes? I don't know. I wouldn't. There is, of course, another option we could take the map. Steal it. 
we have any reason to believe these people aren't also trying to fight the thing we are. Right now, I would say our interests align fairly closely. Redeer and elves are... They don't like to mingle with other cultures. Their willingness to see us now is mostly out of desperation. I hope you realize that. Yes, which is why. What advantage do we gain stealing it? We don't have to fight the owl bears. Mm. Mm. The way I see it, the man just lost his son. I would help them. Anyone else like to weigh in? I have no interest in stealing this map. It is quite tempting. Just to sneak in overnight. Absolutely not. Perhaps we rest, sleep on it, make a decision in the morning. We're not fighting in old bears tonight. No, we're not. Or do you suggest that we... I got the impression that they were going out (laughs) at least within a few hours. Maybe time for a short bit of respite. I'd have to agree. If we're going to do it, we should do it as soon as we can. No. A full night's sleep and they might have cleared them out, in which case we don't get the map. At all. Oh, we'd have to fight them now. We take a little bit of a time. They're all waiting now to lick their wounds. We need to rest. If everyone is against stealing the map, I suggest the short rest and then we go out. She sort of runs her hand along. Not everyone's against stealing it. But I obviously don't plan on doing it alone, so... You want to steal it? If it goes wrong, is it really better to have these Wadirin elves attack us than the owl bears? My estimation, based on where they're currently at, is they won't go chasing us. Hmm. Otherwise occupied, but also Still, otherwise do we want disturbed. Still, one more people who de- despises us. Are we really going to walk through the world and, and piss literally everyone <laughs> off? Is that our goal? Does it really matter? Of course it matters. Eventually, we might have to traffic through these fucking same parts again. We don't want everyone to hate us. And I'm willing to bet that if we shut down an entire camp. The camp that's basically driving them away from their homes, I'm willing to bet they'd forgive a little stolen map. Mm. What if I told them? What if we told them what? Look, I'm not leaving here without the map. So our options are perfectly clear to take a short bit of respite and track a couple of owl bears, or steal the map. Do you have a plan on how to steal it? No, but Brilliant. we I know who the scout plan. is, so we have an idea of where to be. Yes, I can sense that nothing could possibly go wrong. Of course something could go wrong. We could all get eaten by Brilliant bears as well. Something could go wrong when I get a claw to my face. Yes, or an arrow. Sephira. You're saying, what makes you so Do sure that they're not going to come not after us? threaten her. I'm not threatening. I'm saying, don't they shoot arrows too, the elves? I just assumed. They have weapons, I, yeah. Yeah, they have, that's what I they meant. Have spears, I, I meant arrows. Like, yeah. That came across as a threat. It came across as a threat. I didn't mean it that way. 
Look, you obviously know my preference, but I will do what the group wants because I think we need the map. So are we fighting them or are we devising a plan? I'll fight alongside you. Look, I don't want to fight anything either. I just don't think it's a particularly good idea to walk through every area that we go through and piss everyone off. Tiefling, do you still have supplies to recreate? A map, perhaps? Do you have ink? Do you have parchment? I have, I have all of those things. <clears throat> I don't think we should leave them with nothing if we do get the map. We could. I mean, steal the map, have Orba recreate the map, and then leave. Back. And return it? Leave it behind. Depends on how well stealing the map goes, honestly. Excellent. A couple extra depends in our plan. I don't know if that's the most time efficient either. Not if we steal it very well and no one notices we steal it. That's all I'm suggesting. Who is this map of value to besides us? Them, apparently, if they want to. Sounded like they weren't going back to me. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we tried to negotiate again? I think our only options are already laid out. Graven? I think we should take it. If we can. It is right here. I'm, I, can I, I'm, I want to make a direct eye contact with Erlen and then <clears throat> in Elvish, do you want to steal from these people? No. But I also don't want to die today. I say we go for it. Orba? Either way, we're not resting here tonight, so... We could rest up a bit right now, not a full night. Wait for some of them to go on their hunting mission. Hopefully they leave the map behind. I can't imagine that's something you take with you. And when it's dark enough, make our attempt. Look, we all have to be in on this or not. I'm going to... I'm going to be in on stealing it, but I would like to do my best to make a copy of it, rather than take it. Alright. If you don't think that puts us at further risk. We'll assess the situation when we come to it. What's kind of around this, like, area? Are we sitting, like, on a log of some kind? Yeah, you guys are sort of seated on some turnover trees. I mean, there's a couple lean-tos that have been set up as sort of temporary, and a few of them are sitting around, um, you know, sharpening weapons. So if I wanted to go off and, like, rest... Then would I like lie on the ground? Yeah, you guys like... <laughs> leaning against your pack up against the tree. I mean, it's yeah. Like, so I'm gonna. You have a bed roll. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna walk sort of like away from the conversation to a tree and just kind of start to rest. Okay. Julian. Yes. Who do you suggest goes in there? Well, I think step one is finding out which of these elves is Skitskier. Hmm. Identify which bag is his. I think that's our best lead. Maybe, um, well, I was going to say one of us could distract him, but if he's going on the hunt, then we might not have to. I have a feeling that after I have a little bit of a rest, I'm going to be the one who's stealing it. I don't need, I don't need to 
I don't need to rest right now. What I need to do is sleep. Well, we can't do that. I know. If you need to rest now, I can find Skitsky and talk to him. I won't, I obviously will mention nothing of the man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope but so, Alan. <clears throat> but I can find some other information, perhaps if they've gone on scouting missions, there's things to be learned. With you being an elf, I consider that be some sort of a brotherhood. Half elf, so hopefully. And, uh, Better than me. Maybe you could report <laughs> back to uh, Noir that, that we are not in no shape. We would like to help them, but we aren't in shape to, to go on this. Hunt tell, them. Maybe tell them, we're, tell them we're still mulling it over. Yes. yes. Yeah. Let's uh, not say... Right. We're out let's completely. Let's not say no until... Let it ask for um, forgiveness than permission. Right. All right. Jillian seems like she's sort of... She doesn't have much. She has a little flimsy bag that she seems to sort of plop down and she sort of sits. Take off my bag. So, takes out her bag. She strips herself of some of her heavy possessions. I'll come back and get you in half an hour. An hour. Be careful. Be wise. Those are two things I'm very good at. Thank you. Mm. And Erlen walks off. <laughs> it's like, is rest this short enough to get, like, HP back? And have yeah, a short we'll rest? do, we'll do, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, short okay, rest. Cool, let's go. So, everyone except for Erland is taking short rest. Mm-hmm. So anything that recharges on a short rest comes back. And in addition, you can spend your hit dice to heal. Right. So anyone who's hurt can do that. So on your front page, it'll say your hit dice. So you don't have to roll all of them. You can roll up to that many. Oh. So what is your set? 3d10? Yeah. So you can roll your first d10, see what you heal. Okay. And then you can use another one if you want. You just don't have to. You don't have to use all three at once. Okay. So what he was just saying is you can roll the first one, um, say so you get a 10, and you, that would be the only one you want to do. You go oh, to 30, yes. and then you stop. You still have two. Okay, when you push one, it's zero 10. Zero is 10. Oh. Yep. And so then when you charge, you, you, you give it a long rest. So I would say roll a, roll a 10. Just roll and then if you want to heal more than that, you can roll another one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, right? And they recharge when mm-hmm. you get long rest. So. I think, I, I think I would. Sure. You can take another one. It's awesome. So you guys take more. So you could do another one okay. to try to heal more, or you can say It's pretty late, so odds are you won't be using hit dice again until you do a long rest, and they recharge. So you can use as many as you want now. Okay. Okay. Or as many as you want. So was that? That was four? Four. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Everyone's like snoozing really hard. Yeah. Well, we don't have to be sleeping, right? We can just no, be yeah, chatting. It's, it's like relaxation, so rest, no yeah. strenuous okay. activity. And then I just do six. Six. One. So you guys know what you're doing. Fuck me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do we write on you yeah, that we used to Yeah. Yeah, just put on there that they're all used Yeah, just mark how many of you. That does the trick. So, the group. Sort of sits in relaxation a little bit, and Erland approaches the camp where the officers are sort of seeing. You see. Oh, so that's sort of like the resting is happening a little off to the side. A little bit, yeah. yeah. You guys, they didn't plop down in the middle of <laughs> People just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> They're napping here. I mean, you're, they can definitely see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, but, um, and you see an old noir there, he's just talking to one of the other ones. It seems obvious that it's him. You can recommend. Well, no, noir is the one you already spoke to. Oh, yeah. no more. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for Skid. Yeah, Skid's here. You don't know who that <clears throat> is yet. Um, 
Great. Uh, is there a um, is there just like a random just a random person around? There's a guy who's again one that's like he's got a pile of weapons. He's sharpening the weapons for the sake of ease. Let's everything I'm gonna everything is here is elvish for the sake of ease. Um, so some just a random person. Yeah, he's trying to make a blade. <clears throat> Friend, I don't know if you saw us enter or not. Oh, yeah. Hello. We uh, met myself and my travelers met Duldoon on. Passing through, and he directed us to camp here to rest a little bit. Great. Um, Doldoon said I, I should I should speak to Skid Skier. And he puts. Okay. That's me. Hi. Oh, um, he, he he mentioned I should speak to you. We've been fighting the Black Lions for the last days. Days are long. It's hard to. <laughs> You've been fighting the Black Lions. <laughs> I've been fighting them longer than days. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. Anyway, in the immediate moment, it seems that our we have a common enemy, and I thought that perhaps we should compare notes. Look, Nonnoir's already talked to me. Nonnoir? I'm not supposed to give you any information <sighs> unless you ask. That's what he said. Mm. Any information at all? What do you want to know? Can't give you anything about the camps. Can't give you the map. I'm not. No, I already spoke to Nolwar myself. I'm not asking for the map. All right. Um, <laughs> we we found out that, and you may have seen this. We found out that they were collecting large amounts of copper and glass from trading posts. Do you, do you know anything about this? And he kind of looks over your shoulder and makes eye contact with someone behind you. Huh. And he kind of comes back to you. Does it seem conceivable that that'd be Nolnor? Possibly. <laughs> you can't see behind you, but you know, But like, open, like, I know, like, I knew yeah, in the general direction. Behind he's me. the plant guy's in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> he goes... <laughs> 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 little tree knots that, like, open up. Um, he sort of looks behind you and... I don't know. Um, does he have a bag near him at all? Sure. There's a satchel there. So he's sitting on a stump, and there's a satchel. Is he sitting near like a tent of any kind? There's or? a couple leans to near lean tos nearby. Um, you're not sure that one's his or not. It's hard to tell. Great. There's a few set up. So, what do you do to pass the time around here? Fight the owl bears mostly, and then rest up and fight them again the next day. Till we clear them out. Yeah. I don't know owl bears well. Tell me about them. They're pretty fearsome. Come at you. Claws, sharp beak, big as a grizzly about, maybe a little smaller. They're tricky because they uh, they fight each other over territory, but when one of them's threatened, they come to each other's defense. You develop a strategy where you kind of lock one down with a trap or a net or something. Fight the other one, then you come back for that one. The one, the ones you're going out for now are ones that are already in traps? Or? No, we're going to set a few traps. See if we can pick off one or two, so we don't fight them all at once. Right. You coming to fight with us? We're resting at the moment, and we'll see how we feel once we're done resting. Hmm. We've, like I said, lots of fighting today. Well, I'm not terribly fond of non-Radirians, but we could use the help. I understand. Um, does... Anything is. Do I see the map? Does anything he has? The bag's closed. You can see him in the bag. Yeah. But like it, the bag is large enough that it could conceivably fit yeah, a map it's like or a knapsack, something like it's that. Like that yeah. um, 
And do any of the lean-tos near him seem to be his? It, it's hard or to tell. Or is the vibe seen as a welcome match? Yeah. Uh, but like, does it like what the structure of the camp? Does it seem that like it's sort of it's general lean-tos, or does it seem like each person sort of has their own thing? It looks like based on the number of lean-tos, there's at least more than one person to a lean-to if they all went to sleep for the night. Like, there's a central, this sort of central area where people are resting, wound, healing wounds, sharpening, and then the lean-tos are kind of in a semicircle, sort of around this area. Yeah. So he's close to probably two of them behind them. You can't tell which one's his. There's no. They all look fairly the same. Okay. Um, all right then. Uh, um. <clears throat> well then, I'm. Are you, are you heading out to the fight the Aldes? I will be. Yeah. When when does everyone leave roughly? When do we need? Probably hoping to set out in maybe an hour, hour and a half. If we don't. Assist with this particular owl bear um, expedition. I assume there's one tomorrow and the day after and the day after. No, we're hoping to have them cleaned up by tomorrow morning. At least enough of them that we can start building at the reservoir. Right. Well. Either way, we'll, I'm sure we'll see you soon. Um, in an hour, you say you leave. Something like that. Yeah. All right. You'll see us packing up. All right. Um. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start heading back to everyone else. What um, is anyone else seem to be doing anything? Not out of the ordinary, but but like you know, like Newer, uh, Noel seemed to be like of obviously higher mm-hmm. status, and yep. I know that people are preparing things in different ways. Is there anything like yeah? Is anyone doing anything out of the ordinary? Or does it seem like there's anyone who else has power, power there? Um, the only one that has a distinctly different outfit is Noel Noir, okay. and. They seem to be fairly mundane tasks. I mean, it seems like they've, as you sort of sense, they've settled into a rhythm here. They go out, they fight a couple, they come back, bandage, wounds, rest up. Do I see any owl bear traps? I assume they'd be pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, then you see a few sort of hunting traps off, to, like near where some one of the guys like, um, like bandaging himself. You can see a few traps there. Yeah. Okay. How? Because I assume owl bears are bigger than. Elves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how? Yeah, they're like the. They're, he said they're slightly smaller than grizzly. So they're. Yeah. They, so what kind of traps are we talking about here? There's the. There's like a tooth trap. Like it. Oh, like clamps. a bear trap. Yeah, yeah, like a bear trap. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I mean, they look pretty big. I mean, big enough to. And they're pretty obvious. Like you couldn't hide one pretty easily. Uh, no, not without concealing it in some way. It's big. It's big enough that it's like like it's like I don't know this big maybe like the jaws open up. All right, um, I'm gonna head back to our group of people. Okay. Has anyone sort of before Erland heads back? Was there anyone that wanted to catch up with each other? Sort of as you're resting, Sphere kind of went off on her own. But uh, yeah, if I could have a conversation, uh, yeah. Who would? Oh my goodness! With myself. I want to be alone with the thoughts of my own head. Um, Thank you. Uh, that was great, Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> quietly. <laughs> We've already managed to get ourselves in trouble a number of times and get separated a number of times. Know that I <clears throat> will see this mission for you to the way, to the, to the end. But... <coughs> 
Is there any way we could put some kind of a failsafe in place? Perhaps the information that you have, could you relay it to Kelsetra or someone? Kelsetra knows it. Good. If something happens to me, you have my permission to ask her. Thank you. You also seem very skilled in finding people. Again, you don't have to tell me now and understand that, again, I will see this through, but is there something you, would you be able to help me find someone? After we've dealt with the camp? Yes. Perhaps. I'm not big on personal favors, no offense, but we could come to some arrangement, perhaps, yes. I think a lot of that depends on the manner in which we complete our mission. Right. I have very little doubt on your accord, loyalty, your strong motivation. I do worry that perhaps you'll run into someone who has the information that I do and you'll scurry off into the dark. Wow, it would be tempting. I, I promise I won't. Even if you found out where it was? Obviously it is time-sensitive information, but... No. I would not. I appreciate that. Well... Holland, maybe not so much. Hoping you come back. I know. We'll see about that. <laughs> well, thank you, and I obviously I hope everything goes to plan, and we won't be needing the failsafe, but I'm glad to know it's there. Does this plan weigh on your mind as it does Sephira's? <laughs> the morality of it? Would you rather take the fight? More honorable approach, perhaps? Perhaps. I would trust your judgment, though. Hmm. Seeing that you've dealt with these before. It's true. It seems every day we run into something that might threaten our ability to wake up the next morning. That is what is my primary concern at the moment. Truly. I know also that you may have trepidations of having Orba come with us. I have some, yes. I simply do not know enough about her. Mm. You must realize I spent months preparing in advance, selecting very carefully. I, I don't think that she has anyone to go to. You say that, that like that will ease my mind. <laughs> She's about the same age as I was. 
I feel responsible for her. That's lovely. It is. I don't say that mockingly. But vouching for her is barely more than anything at this point. If she gives information to the wrong person, if she turns her back at the wrong moment, because I don't know her and I don't trust her, that doesn't do me much good when I'm lying in the dirt, does it? True. She showed no signs of that yet. So far, so good, then. So far, so good. Now, how about this? Know that I will keep an eye on her in both manners, then. over in Zara's direction. <laughs> she gets up and she moves over there. Zara. <laughs> Just when I was about to start relaxing. Well, don't let me stop you on that accord. May I sit? She does. Back against one of the trees. I appreciate you um, sticking up for my plan. Mm. I know that at the uh, Genie's Temple, maybe you didn't volunteer so much as I volunteered you. That seems to be how it went. (laughs) (laughs) It's not personal, you know. It's not. If I can get one person out of there, it simply has to be one of the people that I hired in the first place. I understand that. Would have been nice to be consulted with about your decisions, but... I was worried you'd say no. (laughs) Well, I've created quite a camaraderie with these folks. And with Safira? A camaraderie with her? It's been on and off. (laughs) And what's your evaluation of this situation? Should we be worried about Severa? Sometimes, um... She has strong opinions, no? Yes. Not worried about that so much. Strong opinions are all right, as long as you see reason. What exactly are you worried about? I'm worried that when we sneak off to take this map, Hmm. that she's either not going to help, best case scenario, (laughs) or does precisely the opposite, worst case scenario. Her hesitation to the plan was concerning, I'd have to say. And if she looks like she's going to do something stupid, will you step in? I have no problem standing up for what I believe in. Good. There's been a few times where she has not gone with my side. (laughs) So I'm kind of a by any means necessary kind of person. Is this the camaraderie you were talking about? (laughs) Right, as I said, with most of the folks. (laughs) 
It's been there. She has shown a little contemption towards me. Well, we'll keep our eyes out. Hopefully, we won't have to do anything. I believe in our mission, and I'd, I'd like to see it through. Good. I hope that you'll be an important part in this next step when Erland comes back with whatever information he has. I'm very good at sneaking around. I believe that. A useful skill, no doubt. In the future, try not to divulge too much of my information, please. <laughs> okay. I'll try. Much appreciated. Mm. And she gets up. And she leaves you. Mm. Is there anything else before we go back to Erla? <laughs> How so? I kind of picked a tree far away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way for me to kind of like I've rested, we've rested for a minute now, right? Yeah, it's been a little. This is during the rest, this sort of period of this relaxation. Sort of period yeah, so as long as you don't do anything strenuous during this, you still get all the benefits of your okay. short rest. Um, <clears throat> is it strenuous to like kind of try mm-hmm. to go? Like we go with this. <laughs> Trying to find a bunch of owls. Climb a tree, <laughs> take a poop. Like what do you do? Punch an owlberry in the face. I just kind of wanted to wander over to where the the soldier camp is. Can I sure. move at all? Yeah, Can I wander right. over to where the people are kind of like building traps and stuff? That's true. Over to me. Isn't yeah. It? That, I mean, Erlen's, over by there. This was happening simultaneously. Is there so someone over there. working on a trap? Like, There's uh, not like working on it, but the, the person closest to the traps was like tending to a wound. He, he was like wrapping an arm in okay. sort of cloth. And... Would I know how to build these traps as a ranger? Would I have like, um, experience with this? These ones are metal. They've, they've been forged, so you don't have the supplies to, but you might know. You certainly know how to operate one, definitely. You've used okay. these before, sure. Okay. I like, um, yeah, I just, I'm just kind of observing. I'm kind of like, sure. wanted to ha- want to hang back, like lean against a tree and just kind of observe. Sure. Let me take a look. And you see Erlen, he walks over to the one guy who's sharpening the weapon. You see him have a short conversation. You see that sort of exchange happen where the guy looks over. And you can see on the other side of Erlen that at one point you see Nolnoir uh, kind of look. And mm-hmm. they just kind of exchange a look. And then you can see him turn back to Erlen and continue the conversation. So you, you see that whole exchange happening. Okay. Um, and where in the forest were they saying that the owl bears? Like, like deeper into the forest from, so the, if the shoreline's here, you went into the forest and it would be, they were sort of motioning in that direction. Okay. There's a reservoir a little ways in. To the and woods. would I know, like, sort of what direction that would be if I wanted to? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. You could also attempt to track them as well, which you're good at. Yeah, can I kind of, like, check for tracks? Sure. Make a uh, survival check and make it with advantage, because owlbears are monstrosities, which is your Ooh. which is your creature type. Yes. Monstrosities. Okay, well, I'll take the 19. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... What was it? It's you don't want the survival. two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you can see some of it, this area clearly... They pass through here. You can see some of the damage of the branches, sort of a telltale. Some of the low branches have been snapped, torn off. That looks like they've traveled through. And you can see in some of the trees near, like some of the trees that have leaves with little pockets of seeds or berries, you can see like beak marks, like pecked beak marks. So you can see that they've traveled through. You, this area clearly houses a number of these. Okay. And you could follow them through the path. If you're going really out of the camp area, that would end your long rest. You wouldn't, you so. Right. That would become not sort right. of a routine activity. Yeah, and um, 
And I know where and where are my weapons? Sing where, are the, they kill all of them. where are the weapons stored? Like where do we put our weapons? Your weapons? Down? They're close to they're probably close to where Jillian and like Graven sat sat down. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna stand here and continue to kind sure. of observe. Yeah. yeah. So this all happens. And Erlen makes his way back. Real quick, with uh, my speed is half. Does that uh do anything for out of combat sneaking around? Um, if you needed to travel, excuse me, travel a distance quickly, yeah, it could affect out of combat. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, within, like, you can still move sneakily within, what is it, 20 feet now that you're halved or whatever it is? Yeah, 20 feet. Yeah, so as long as you don't have to sp- sprint more than 20 feet, like, trying to get away from someone looking, then it shouldn't affect it. Cool, cool. Um, so sort of finishing my conversation then and sort of seeing Safira away from the group mm-hmm. in this area... I walk over to her, so um, reluctantly. That, <laughs> Sophia, I'm making me come over. That uh, we'll keep, we'll stay in Elfish, but just I'm gonna, gonna get very close to her so she can't hear, so that no one else can hear. <laughs> She's also pretty far away from the group, or enough that you can. Yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, like the other elves, just like I oh, yeah. she moved a little bit. Yeah, toward, yeah, yeah, sure, that's easy enough. Tell me, you're not thinking of doing anything stupid? Uh-huh. What does stupid mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> Where to begin? For one, it looks like you've left our group for a moment. What are you planning? I'm just looking around. Lovely. Lovely? What does lovely mean? We need you on this. You need me on what? We exactly? need you. To do what? S- Help us steal no. this map. No. We need you. I'm not doing that. You're not stealing. No, it. I'm not. You can I don't do say you this. I'm not doing it. I don't say this because I really care about your feelings or anything. I didn't think that you had. <laughs> Whatever it is that you want from Jillian, mm-hmm. which must be something. Okay. I would hazard if you don't start participating in group activities. I participate in lots of group activities. Adequately. Adequately. <laughs> oh, would, I'm sorry, if my would, has been inadequate, if has I, it? I, mm, if I were you, I would... You're s- not me, though. Sure. And you have no control over what I do. I don't. So the I answer is no. I say this as advice. If you want to keep... Oh, I don't need advice from you, but I appreciate it. I really do. Look, if you're not with us in the morning, it's not my fault then. I tried. And I'm walking away. Uh, Do I see Jillian? Yeah. She sort of had just finished talking to... Going over to Jillian. Is Graven next to her? Uh, next to Jillian? At this moment, are they still there? <laughs> no, because oh, no, she would go to Yeah, yeah. yeah so Jillian's... Yeah, yeah Bazaar's closer. I'm going to look at Jillian. <laughs> yes? We're stealing this map. That's the plan. Sophia's <laughs> is not going to. Ah. Is she going to stop us from stealing the map? I don't know. And frankly... I don't really care anymore, either. I do care if she tries to stop us. Do you have a problem? I have a problem because if Saphira tries to stop us, our plan blows up in our faces and we're likely fighting more than just one grumpy half-elf. So then which one of us restrains her? 
Oh, wow. If they see us restraining her, they're going to approach us. So what's the play there? I don't know, but we... You're right, we can't steal this without her. At least not without her tacit approval, or oh, not approval, think we tacit have. acceptance. I don't think we have that right now. <gasps> Excellent. Would you like to tell everyone we're going owl bear hunting then? You don't have to tell me what you have over her, but now would be a good time to leverage it. I don't think she's going to do it, even if I do that. I'll be sure to give Armand my review of her services. That doesn't help us now. No, it doesn't. We can't tell the group, because we also can't just get in a six-person argument over what to do in front of everyone. <laughs> I'm aware of that. Like I said, are we going owl bear hunting then? Do I see them, like, right in front of me having this conversation? They're pretty close, yeah. You can't, they're speaking quietly, but you can definitely see them conversing, for sure. Can I notice that something's not going that well? Yeah, can you can see all sort of heated discussion. Can I walk yeah, over? definitely. Is there a problem? This is exactly what I'm trying to prevent. <laughs> Erland. What can I do to make this go smoothly? I don't know. I'm truly at a loss. Is there something we can distract her with? I actually have an idea. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, let's hear it. We all know that is not shy about her love for drinking. No? <laughs> and? Anyway, we could... Give it a little too much tonight. Which, well, we have to do this now. Right. That is either the worst plan I've ever <laughs> had. Or the, or the best, best plan. <laughs> <laughs> which one of us, which one of us does she, I have an idea. Oh. I, do oh. we have any alcohol? I'm sure we can find some around here. I don't know about that. I'd be willing to approach it. Um, the tiefling. The tiefling is the only one she likes. All right. Does the tiefling have a stash of booze in her bag? I'm surely that elves have some booze. Do they? Do we know that? <laughs> Doesn't everyone have booze? The last Do wine we saw. Do refugees carry booze with them? I don't. <laughs> I know where one bottle of wine is. Back with the man. So we tell, we tell the tiefling (laughs) to take Saphira to drink with the man with the dead child as a sort of, um, as a sort of, um, uh, commiserating, commiserating ritual, uh, collective mourning of some sort. And one bottle of wine amongst three? Is that likely to get her so drunk that she cannot intercede? While they're doing that, we steal the map. I'd like to knock her out, but sure. As long as it's a distraction. Do we have a plan for getting the map? Well, I know know who Skedskir is, so... Right. But Orba was the one who was possibly going in to get it. 
Uh, it sounds like we are down one tiefling in this plan. She also has that magical hand of us. She also has to agree. Let's not forget that part. I think she will. All right. Or I could be the one to offer the drink with Severa. Do you think you can manage that? A sort of coming together. Over the man's dead child. <laughs> we, once again, have had an interesting relationship. This plan is tipping ever so slightly in favor of the worst plan I've ever heard. <laughs> or we just find alcohol somewhere else here and give it to her willingly. Not... Why don't you try it? We, what other choice do we have? To go back and share it with her. Why don't you try and... We'll find more. At the very least, get her to leave this camp for some period of time. Okay. I don't... I don't know what else to do. The worst she could say is now we have to devise a new plan. All right. And the backup is... We fight the owl bears, I suppose. We get our weapons and head forward. I go. Give it your best. <clears throat> how long is this? How long does the short rest last? Just by the way, just so that we. You guys have probably been resting now, 30, 45 minutes. Okay. So how long? How long do we like to get the full benefit of a short rest? How long do we have to rest? We'll say an hour. An hour. An hour. Okay. I go over to Sakan. Sure. Take that long walk. Sure. She sort of saunters over all casual like. <laughs> How are you, Safira? Well, I'm brilliant. How are you, Zara? Alright, recovering. Getting a little bit of rest in. Um, I know you're not exactly for the plan. No, I'm not. I understand where you're coming from. Okay. So you also don't want to steal from these people? Bit on the fence, I guess. Interesting. So you probably do not understand where I'm coming from then. It's possible to understand, but not mm. necessarily be on the side. I just wanted to come over to say that when you offered Dodun the wine, I thought it was a very commendable gesture. Okay. And I also felt sorry. I just... Not very good at uh, manners all the time. Yeah. I was wondering, mm -hmm. would you go with me back to him? What do you want? To share in a glass and... You want to steal his wine that I gave him because he's mourning his child? No, and enjoy it with him. He seemed quite upset and you seemed to... Soothe him very so well. I would rather be alone. Are you sure? I would rather be alone if I just lost my child, yes. The worst he could say is no. I don't want to go. I gave him a gift, and that seems there's something wrong with that, right? That's not. I don't know if that's helpful. I don't know what the best thing to do is. I gave him, I figured if I was, if it was me, I'd want to drink it. I don't know. You'd want to drink alone, yeah, mourning a child and his bloody pants. <laughs> <laughs> what did the bloody pants have to do with it? It's just quite morbid, it's not don't funny. you think? It's not funny at all. But it, it's just something. 
and Julian and Erlen see them giggling and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) Best man in the world! (laughs) I just thought, you're just not good with manners. Is there something? Right, which is why I asked you to come along. And I'm thinking, that's my idea. And she calls out, Orba! Orba's been reading the prayer to New Calque, the draft paper, this whole time while everyone's doing stuff. Mm. Well, but Bizarra, tell her what you think we should do. I offered to Saphir if we went back to Daldoon and, and shared in a glass of wine with him and help <clears throat> soothe him from his lost child. Yeah, but my thinking was that that was odd. That's an odd thing to do. Just thought it might be nice rather than leaving him alone out there. these things? Is that an odd thing to do? I'm good at these things. I don't know. You always know that the, you know, the curtsying and the bowing and the whatever that is, that you're good at that stuff. Well, I don't know. You know oh, I mean. you mean I'm polite? Yes, you're polite. No. And um, I'm just kind of... Yeah. Orba's on the... Like, Sophia's yeah, between us. And I'm just kind of looking at Orba, like... Catching your eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Do I notice that? No, you're looking no, at Orba. No, you're looking at Orba. Um, well, I mean... I would, I, you know, I think it's... She's stuttering. She doesn't think it's a good idea. Well, I know. I've never, I've never experienced mourning such <laughs> as this before. Um, I would imagine being alone would be very difficult in that kind of a situation. Experiencing losses and being alone is, is very bad. What am I going to say to him? I don't know. What, what you... We don't have to say anything. Well, I don't want to sit there and silently stare at him and go, Well, sorry, you've lost well, your son. Well, drink and... Stare at you as I steal your wine. We're not stealing it. Well, I gave him the wine now. Well, by the way, I'm coming back. I'd like to have a glass, if you don't mind. But that's a bit odd. I actually don't think so. If we just gesture... Sir, we'd, we'd like to share this with you in honour of your son. Decision time. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's alright. I, I wouldn't think that's rude. At the very worst, he says no thank you, and you turn around and come back. Exactly. You two want to go do this together? Yes. That's very nice. I thought it'd be in. Yeah, alright, fine. Yeah, I, you do the talking. I don't know what to say to him. Sounds fine. Yeah. I do the talking and. So I'll follow her to. And Orb, are you going with them? Uh. Yeah, do you need more company or. Not sure there's enough wine for four of us. Well, you can stay. Oh, okay. I'm sure there is a... Tend to your work. Well, you know, the last time I had any alcohol, it didn't... I, I don't know if I like it so much. Um, yeah, you should I stay remember. Uh, okay. But, well, <laughs> en- enjoy. I'll let them know that you're going. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, be back soon, though, because, you know... Of course. Okay. Do I notice that? Yeah. Well, you no, know. I think like, she was trying to imply plan. the like, stealing this. of the paper. Yeah. She's not trying to hide that from you. Yeah. Right. We all know that might Yeah. Okay. Shall we, then? I'll let them know. Thank you, Oba. And fun. they start to move, the two of them start to move off, and Jillian and Erlen kind of watching are like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> pretending not to notice. Um, and you guys start to move. What, what were you up to? Sorry. Oh, no, Orba was just going to like turn around and see her other friends and like try to figure out what <laughs> what's going on. Happened. Jillian's purposely not making eye contact okay. with Orba. Uh, I'll, I'll look at Graven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he smiles, so I just walk over <laughs> to Graven. And the two of them start to move through the camp, and you see some of the elves who are kind of working, kind of watch you guys as you head back towards the shore. And as they're moving, you hear a little crunching, a little ch- 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 and sort of pushing the sleeve aside, uh, 
branch aside, you see the uh, elf that you met by the river, Doldor. And he sort of, the two of you kind of came up close. You sort of didn't see each other as he was pushing through some of the brush. Dalton. Oh. Sorry. And he sort of steps aside as if to let you pass. Sir, we were actually coming to see you. Why? We wanted to share in a drink and honor your son down by the river. And he reaches his hand up uh, and it's an empty bottle of wine. <sighs> I thought, I'm sorry. No, it was a gift. Don't worry about it. Do you have any more in your own stash? Yes. Would you like to still go and... Look, you don't have to say yes. Just, you might be lonely. That sounds nice. It's always good to be in company at these times. Yes, but the reason I came back, someone rode up. Who? Older human man. Said he was looking for a Sephira. Is that one of you? That's me. He's waiting. Can I look around and where's the the tree where I have my weapons? It's fairly, I mean, it's probably 20, 25 feet away. So I'm going to walk over and like grab my stuff. Stuff, yeah. Savira, do you want me to go with you? I think I should go alone. Okay. And can I kind of like gesture to him to show me the way? Please be careful. I'll be back for the... Drink. Of course. Good. And so, that's a go. And he leads you. You walk a little bit. And you get to sort of the edge of the tree line. And you see a man on a horse. A human man. Do I recognize his In his 50s. He has nicely adorned armor. Black. Purple. Shining silver. Mm. And you see General... Colonel Massive, sitting on his horse. And he's sort of waiting there, perched on top, and he leans forward a little bit and spots you. Where's your friend with the cloak? Is it important where he is? Not really. It's not the cloak I'm looking for. Yeah, I know. It took us a while to track you. Yes, it did. The other side of the Pukara River, that's Tricky. So, what do you want with me? You going to Mukmu? Was planning on it, yeah. Would you like a ride? And he looks over, and there's a black and purple carriage with a couple horses hooked up to, and he's got a couple other men. Are you asking, or are you telling me? And he smiled. Asking. Well then, by all means. And he's like, moves the horse slowly, and you walk alongside the horse, kind of up to the carriage. You switched the cloaks. Yes. <laughs> Will you miss it if you don't see it again? I think that part of my life is long behind me. Yeah. I hope not. 
What Not for what I'm about to ask you. Oh, good. What are you about to ask me? <laughs> like I said, let's take a ride. And he goes up to the carriage and he swings his leg off and he hands the reins off to one of his men and he sort of opens the door of the carriage. I'm gonna step up. And step up and the carriage comes. And he comes in and he closes the door and he turns next to you. And that's where we're gonna end. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe she just went. Oh my god! Well, that god. takes care of that. She just <laughs> ditched us. She didn't want to be part of that plan anyway. Yeah, Solves our problem. True. I know. I was like, well, Solves I had a problem. great plan, but uh, <laughs> you did have a good plan. Well, a good plan. That's where we're gonna end for the evening. Thank you guys so much Thank for joining. Oh, Thank you. Nineteen next week. Zoe will be absent, talking to oh, Lieutenant Colonel Massick. Not general. I said general. Oh, Lieutenant what a good Colonel wait. <laughs> so we will have a guest for next week um, and thank you Jordan was there a couple thank you yes uh, Comrade Tordell had the bits of 519 bits is and it Tordell or Tortell we were asking that I say it both ways send us in the chat yeah let us know we'll just keep and then he gifted five subs which is fantastic Shades of Blue Professinator with more bits too Tony Jabroni with a sub thank you guys everybody my mom tried she tried tonight they tried Appreciative quiet clap for the appreciative clap for Myrna if she's out there. We don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> oh, and Kwame, Kwame also subbed. Oh, nice. subbed. thank you. So thank you, yeah, everybody. If I missed you, I'm very sorry. Yes, well, if we miss you, we'll definitely let you know. Uh, say it next time. Um, and happy birthday, Bits. Happy birthday. Uh, oh yeah, if you've subbed but you don't know how it works, you can send us a little message and we'll put you in our guest book, which is the start and end of every stream. You can we'll play it at the message. end of this and you can take a look. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> we only put the good ones in. If you write a crap yeah. note, we won't put it in. <laughs> and it is Tortel, so Tortel. 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 I like that more. Join us next week. Thank Yay! you guys so much. Yeah. And well done. we'll pick it up there in this uh, Radier and Elf camp. Oh. <laughs> Good night, oh, everybody. Oh, yeah, wait, oh, they were saying if you were gifted a sub, yeah, you should be able to still yes. put a message you can in put our a, guestbook. Yeah. If you were gifted a sub, you can definitely put a Absolutely. message Absolutely. Go ahead. Go um, wild. And if the message is like, I hate this street, but I got gifted a sub, <laughs> we'll put it in. <laughs> well, that's one we'll definitely Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift. 